listener, do you like scary movies? What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, Jay and Mike like scary movies, too. You should go and subscribe to their podcast. We watched a movie. Because if you don't, I'll gut you like a... Well, I think you get the idea. Enjoy yourselves while you still can. This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. Okay, can you guys hear us? You can hear us now, I think. I think I fixed it. Someone tell me! They can hear us. We are good. Holy shit, it's from Texas. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Good lord. All right, so this brand new setup, brand new setup. Watch this. Look what I can do. Oh, shit, hang on. Let me do it. Ow. One, camera one. Camera two. <laughs> it's so weird. Huh? Okay, so. Huh? <laughs> is there any kind of echo or anything? Please let us know if there's an echo, if the sound's good, if everything's working. This is a brand new setup. You guys are, this is the trial run that we're doing with you fucking fancy folks here today. We haven't seen you guys in forever. It's been so long, Jay. It's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. It has been. And it hurts me but to have missed you all so much these past couple of weeks. But we got fun stuff to talk about. We're going to work out the kinks to this. We're each eventually going to have our own mic. That was the plan. But it did not work, as you guys could tell when you couldn't hear us. Um, but this is going to be the setup for a while. We're going to try to do this in person as much as you can. Try to add a little bit of fun shit to it. Uh, how the hell is your all's Monday going? Let us know in the chitty chat. It's been going okay. I've had rough sexual experiences last week, but I hope to work on that with some Dr. Phil. You're young. It'll happen. I know. I'm not young. I'm on the back end of nine. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what did you watch this week, you fucking whore? Uh, I watched uh, I watched this thing last night called the Amazon Killer Review. Is that real thing? Yeah, it really was. He killed seven fucking people. Oh, I thought it was like on Amazon. No, no, no. No, it was on YouTube. <laughs> uh, no, but this dude, he apparently uh, from 2003 to 2000, I think 16, he like murdered and kidnapped women and made them like his sex slaves and killed their boyfriends and shit. And like he like literally had like fucked up shit, but he would go on Amazon <laughs> and leave reviews for the shit he was using. He was like, yeah, great padlock. They can't get out. <laughs> <laughs> that's so fucked up. I know. That's meta. And and he was like, he's so egotistical. Like in the interview room, he was like, tell, he's like, so yeah. Um, he's like, uh, I had the, uh, I had the padlock, and she couldn't get out. But she was the one asking for sex. She asked me to order her like a, a neck collar, like a dog collar, and she had a kitten bed. And I'm like, that's too kinky for me. He's a fucking <laughs> asshole. But I was like, but they literally they they went on to Amazon, and he was like, he was leaving reviews for the knife that he was using, and he was like, haven't used it yet, but I got someone in mind. <laughs> Because and I'll let you know how strong the steel is. This is just on YouTube, like a YouTube war documentary. Uh, yeah. Um, I can't remember the, the channel's name, but it was great. How long was it? Uh, that one was an hour and a half. I want to watch that. But show. there was there's another one called the Scream Killers. It's two hours and twenty four minutes, and I guess they're they're kids that recreated Scream. 
that happened? I don't know. Was it called stab? It's called scream. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I didn't really that should happen. I know someone did the Slenderman thing, but I didn't know that. No, dude. There's a there. there's a shit ton on there. That's crazy. Someone said. Uh, uh, Ashley said. Uh, Kim said. Uh, Jay's been watching the ID channel. It's not. It wasn't the ID channel. First off, I don't even have my ID. <laughs> I don't know. And I don't really. I really don't remember. Uh, it's on my phone. Actually, hold on. I can actually tell you the channel name. Hold on a second. <laughs> Zoom in on you looking at your phone's fucking cracking me up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hold on, uh, I'll tell you. Uh, let me see. Uh, gay porn sex—that's not it. Uh, how to be how to be a bottom—that's not it. Uh, <laughs> hold on, uh, it's uh, farts. Oh yeah, and I watched uh, a guy named Chode Munch. It was like liars owned and humiliated. Chode Munch? thats the guy's name. That's uh, a fantastic name. But it, but it literally—it's like he confronts liars and thieves. I fucking love it. <laughs> It's like, yeah, get on fucking man. <laughs> uh, let me see. Hold on. Oh, it, it was Explore With Us. The channels. Did you fart? No, that was my <laughs> Explore With Us. And dude, uh, there's one that, that that's called The Teens Who Tortured Their Friend to Death. And then they have a quote and the guys in the interrogation room, he's like, we killed that bitch. It's freaking great. It's, dude, it's like, I'm not, I was going to say it's great, but it's not. <laughs> but it's really interesting. Anyway. That's weird, man. You go to the weirdest fucking YouTube holes. Well, you sometimes you lose show, yourself right? in the rabbit hole. Hmm. Some stuff that we are going to talk about today that we did watch this week that we're going to save for the end of the stream. We're going to have our first uh, review, finally, of No Time to Die. But we got to talk spoilers. you got to talk spoilers when you talk about No Time to Die. So we're saving it for the end just in case any of you guys have not seen No Time to Die. We're going to review that. We're going to talk about Halloween Kills news. Uh, something I watched that you haven't watched yet. Let me go to my personal cam. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I wish you could see this. I got to put it over there so you can see it. Hang on. Hang on. If I hadn't forgot my fucking computer, I could. The whole thing looks weird. Yeah, Jay's supposed to have his own computer and his own chair at some point. Everybody's making fun of you for sitting in the little kid's chair when I put the picture online. Or well, anything. you know what it actually makes me feel like? I feel like I'm in the the, uh, the Best Buy interview room. <laughs> and like I'm being interviewed. <laughs> like, listen, I know all about electronics. <laughs> it's like, do you want to know about Xbox One? I can tell you that. <laughs> this shit looks weird. I can, I, can sell, I can sell a Samsung stereo like that. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, Fuck was I gonna say? Oh yeah, that's what was it. See, look, watch this. Watch. It's you. I look like I didn't get the job. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Tim Matthews <laughs> says Jay was in the new Back to the Future life preserve. <laughs> Dork thinks he's gonna drown. Oh shit. I watched the Rocky vs. Drago, by the way. That you've not watched it. No, I haven't watched it. It's fucking awesome. I, I feel weird when the camera's just on me, like when we're both sitting here. It's very uncomfortable. I, I wanna I wanna run away, Wayne. I don't like it when it's that close to my fucking face. But uh, I got to move this back over here, actually, because I can't see the Super Chats. Um, but, yeah, dude, fucking Rocky versus Drago, the director's cut. If you guys get a chance, you can rent that shit for... Um, you can rent it for three ninety nine mm-hmm. right now. And Sylvester Stallone went back, and he did a full-on Snyder cut, director's cut for fucking Rocky Four. Yeah. Which is the perfect goddamn movie. That Did Drago did. win? You don't need to change it. You don't need to change Rocky Four. It's perfect as it is. But he somehow still made it better. Did Drago win? No, he did not win. That's not what happened. That's a spoiler, you fucking slut. Let me tell. Let me tell you something. It's not a spoiler. It is a spoiler. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Because Drago should have won. No, I'm kidding. I fight for me, for me. Uh, uh, but no, dude, it's actually really good. Like you'll enjoy it. Like he makes it. It's sort of Godfathery, the mm-hmm. way that he makes the whole fucking movie. Yeah, uh, I don't like you sitting right across from me. It makes me fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> Tell me about talking. your brother. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to be able to look at the fucking camera instead of your face. And now I have the camera in your face. I don't like making eye contact with and you. And it's going to take some getting used to. 
no <laughs> this actually reminds me of when you first started doing videos that we would just talk to each other yeah that's true if you guys go back and watch our very first videos mike and i didn't understand how to talk to the camera at all so we would just sit there and talk literally we'd sit next to each other and be like yeah anyway so <laughs> it's so fucking weird dude this whole thing is weird we'll get used to it though we'll get used to it i promise i swear i swear to god um i'm trying to go through and scroll for super chats here but no rocky for Strago, if you guys get a chance to watch it you should absolutely fucking watch it because he makes it he takes out all the comedy which mm -hmm. it's i mean i don't mind the comedy oh, the, he takes out the uh the robot. happy birthday Polly. yeah the robot's totally That's gone stupid. and i read this article the other night that you think the robot is just the Polly's robot is just the tiny little part of the movie but it's not where he has to cut every little moment that Polly's in he cuts out the entire comedy of the whole fucking movie except for maybe a couple little lines and then and i actually liked it because it's super serious like from the get-go the first act of the movie instead of being jokey and showing like hey i'm rocky and i got all this money it's more of like uh it's it's super fucking serious and like they're from the start of the movie apollo comes over and he's like you don't know what it's like rocky he's like to have that fucking warrior spirit and not be able to do it and the movie's really serious and emotional from the get-go so mm -hmm. that makes it when creed dies it makes it even more fucking sad. Mm. Uh, but then uh, the ending fight's pretty much the same, it felt like. They added a scene where Rocky's talking to the the commission board after uh, Drago kills Creed, and they, and he's trying to talk him into letting them fight. Mm. And, like, they added some scenes in there. It kind of reminded me of Loomis when he was standing in front of the board, uh, the deleted scenes, oh, the yeah. original Halloween, where he's like, he needs to die, or whatever it was. But, uh, no, it was still good. I mean, I don't know if I prefer the original to this one or not, because they're both so fucking good but it was really good and it's no longer it's the exact same running time but there's 40 minutes of additional footage yeah i remember i, I asked you if it was like this like if it was like a big time difference like the Zack snyder justice league and you said it wasn't that on that level no no because i mean fuck justice league had what two hours and they made like all sorts of longer and shit thank you mr fleck uh thank you cody says few more days for ghostbusters happy time <laughs> Uh, damn cross the stream bitch <laughs> by the way what we're going to be doing Corey, is uh so that all you guys know we decided that what we're going to do from now on is when we do this setup on mondays uh we're going to do a live stream of swords we're going to try to do a live stream every monday wednesday and friday now and then we're going to have the week's movie reviews on monday so that everybody has we're not chasing those fucking views we want to give you guys a chance to watch it first and enjoy it and process over the weekend and then we'll talk about the new movies on our monday afternoon live streams and then we'll probably do spoilers at the end of those live streams. So that's something new. I'm chasing the views. I know. I, I know. want them. You want I nothing. want them. Come watch our videos, even if they're shit. <laughs> we need the click. I always feel weird about that, too. Like, you rush when a movie comes out. Like, you rush to get it out. You're like, dude, we got to be there. Like, we got to go see the 7 yeah, o'clock Thursday. Yeah. Makes you not want to enjoy the movie. Well, not just that, but you put the movie out and nobody fucking watches it because none of them have seen it yet. You just get a bunch of comments that go, I'll watch this when I've seen it. You know, it's one of, it's one of those things for me is, like, when, when we do the reviews and it's, like, it's a rush thing. I'm like, I can't even enjoy the bitch. Yeah. Like, I was like, well, I, I mean, I was going to go for me, but now I got to fucking think of all the notes. I fight for me. I was like, I got to think of all the notes, whatever. <laughs> it's like, uh, it was like, did you enjoy it? I was like, I don't know. Like, I didn't have time to really absorb it. So that's a good idea. Like, yeah. it lets you absorb the movie yeah. a bit. I like that a lot more. And, and, you know, you don't have to rush to see the movie. You don't have to you can plan your weekend out accordingly. Jonathan Mann says, just saw y'all's Judas reaction. Oh my God, so much hate in the comments. Uh, was there? Judas. Uh, Judas. Judas. Was that the Chris Jericho? I think he's talking about the Chris Jericho. Was that oh, the name yeah. of the song? I think it was. Oh, yeah. dude, I don't know what happened. That was... like, I was like, did we fart in someone's cereal? Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, dude, we were having fun. We were, I don't know if it was because they thought we were making fun of Jericho or we were like not enjoying the music. It was like, we loved it. If you watch the video, we're like literally like being like, oh, this fucking song bangs. 
And then, like, somebody was like, you have to know shit about wrestling. You don't know shit about music. And you don't know shit about being an American. <laughs> it was like, what? Yeah, dude, they got so fucking mad. I mean, it was the same thing with the Predator. The, the weirdest thing, I swear, it's the random, like, the most random videos. We did a Predator commentary review. And obviously, you guys know how we do commentaries. Like, you lifelong sexy bloods that have been around for a bit. We talk over it. And we've talked, you know, we've seen the movie a million times. And we're just having fun. Like, you got, like, 300-plus thousand views. I'm like, what in the fuck just happened? And yeah. then people hated on us through that, too. I was like, what in the shit? Do you know what it was? It's because they thought that we were going to show the movie. Oh, is that what it was? They thought we were going to show the movie to them. Get a job, cheap bastard. Just, buy it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, you can rent it fucking anywhere. Like it's all, or steal it. It's weird that, but it's weird that that only happened with Predator, though. It didn't happen with all the other movie commentaries we put up. But for that one, for some reason, I guess YouTube made a trend or something for like five seconds, and they're like, "No, everybody hates these." I don't guys. know what. No, I don't. Take it I don't even think Predator was coming out. Like there, there was nothing like new about it. Like there was no added footage or a, a Blu-ray release or the Ultimate Holy Shit Deluxe Edition that was coming out. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It was just one of those weird strokes. Like YouTube makes no fucking sense. Yeah, they're algorithms. I think that's the goddamn problem. Crazy. But yeah, Jonathan, that was crazy. That's our most hated video ever. If you guys get a chance, look up. Up, is uh, it uh yeah i think it is for sure dude it, like more the, dislikes than likes. like <laughs> that's great that's thing. an achievement yeah dude that it's 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 definitely our it's definitely a, a fucking mile marker for sure kevin williams says jay looks like loomis applying at smith's grove i know <laughs> look i just want the job okay i told you there was no police force you didn't leave me and people died okay so you need me on the staff <laughs> i look like i'm actually applying it i look like i'm actually applying at a cvs pharmacy <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I, got, I didn't get fired, okay? I, got, I, I We potted on separate tongues. <laughs> There's going to be so many fucking weird things about this. This whole thing's fucking weird, but we'll settle in. You know, we'll settle in. I'm already feeling a little bit better about it. Yeah. What are you going to do? And it actually, it kind of looks like you're being fucking interrogated right now. I know, because I'm not comfortable. I'm sitting in an egg chair. <laughs> I just, I, everybody's like, I put the picture up of the background and was like, uh, of just us not here. Because what happened, by the way, on Friday, if you guys don't know, it was a shit show, and I will absolutely throw my wife underneath the bus on this one. What happened was... Is the camera on you? Uh, no, it's on both of us right now. Oh, shit, I was going to do coke. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a good bathroom for coke. In. It's like, I got to do my coke. <laughs> uh, but uh, it was my fucking wife's fault, man, because what she did was she did not pay our electric bill. Yeah. She did not pay our electric bill. And it's not, don't get me wrong. And someone was like, you guys got to watch the videos. They came in for electric. And I was like, no, I promise. Like we had money to pay it. should have gone with that. Narrative. <laughs> <laughs> get some more yeah. Debt. Get some more money. <laughs> but uh, no, my wife forgot to pay the bill. And then I went out, uh, we had a, we were, I was trying to figure out all the technical aspects of all this shit. So I went out and grabbed, uh, uh, I was grabbing webcams and cords and all that shit like that. I got home. I opened up the fucking door. Jay was supposed to be here in like 20 minutes. And all the goddamn lights is on. Thor's just laying in the dark. Look at me like, you fucking bum. <laughs> Why didn't you pay the electric bill? Yeah. And then, uh, so Jay came up and then we both fucking waited. We both waited and waited and waited for them to come back and reconnect it. And they didn't until like an hour after Jay left. So that's why we didn't have a show on Friday like we planned. I, uh, <clears throat> yeah, dude, uh, Mike was texting me and shit. And I was getting ready to, because I live like 45 minutes to 50 something minutes away. And I was on the, I was almost, I was like maybe 20 minutes out. And my, I got a bunch of text messages from Mike. I could see them. It was like, my God, my fucking electricity's out. And I'm like, shit. And I started calling him, and he didn't answer. I'm like, well, I could turn around right the fuck now. <laughs> and then he was like, no, if you're already on the way, just call me. It'll be on in about 15 minutes. So I got up here, and it's dark as shit, and it's cold. <laughs> and we're sitting here. Dude, I, I, I look like, uh, what's the fucking guy from uh, Scrooge? The dude uh, that Ebenezer Scrooge? No, no, no his, his assistant. I don't know. I never watched that movie. 
it's a fucking Charles Dickens classic. Yeah, it was like an Ichabod, not Ichabod Crane, but it was like one of those like fucking like Uncle Scrooge things where all the lights and power was on. It's like, so I need to go home. It's like, you'll sit here and do the goddamn taxes. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, dude, I feel like, I don't know, our names were Bobby and Brew uh, Bukapaka. <laughs> and we were like, we were like, we literally took fold out chairs and went out on in the front yard and waited on, <laughs> waited on the guy to come take, uh, turn the electricity on. Jay was like, what are you doing? I was like, I, cause I kept going up and staring at the door. I was like, I, I feel like if I look at the door, he'll come like, it'll, it'll summon him to fucking come here. Yeah. It's like, if your dad says, I just need to go get cigarettes from down the street <laughs> and he leaves in the middle of the night, he's like, dad's coming home. I know it. Yeah. Three years later, dad's still going to be coming back. Yeah. And you know, if you have an electric company, like, I don't know if, how other places work, but here, Cratchit, that's what it is. there's, there's only one, there's one goddamn electric company. So like, they don't have to be nice to you because no. there's no goddamn competition. Were they assholes? Yeah, yeah, they're like, we'll get there when we get no, there. No, when they got here, were they assholes? No, he didn't say anything. Oh. Like, they just go and plug it back in or whatever. Uh, but I, I went to go get some coffee because I was <laughs> fucking cold. What if he was trying to back? I was like, good luck with your government cheese, you fucking bum. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got fucking cold when I was sitting here and, and like, went to get coffee and passed him fixing somebody else's house. And he looked exactly like I imagined he would look in my head. Like, he didn't give a flying fuck. And I'm yeah. like, it's cold in there, dickhead. But I mean, then again, he'd be like, it's your fault. Pay your fucking bills. Pay your fucking bills. Yeah, probably. But which was true. And again, we we had the money. My wife just forgot to pay it. So totally yeah, throwing her under the bus on that one. Uh, but Edward Santiago says, Jay, fatal attraction. Mike a little tease that fur. What? <laughs> I don't know, Eduardo. I think, I think he wants me to show him my. Uh... Yeah, I think I think because you can see the crotch region now. This is scabies. This is happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're jumping. <laughs> <laughs> They've evolved. Oh, my God. They do move in herds. Uh, Gary Catlow, thank you, says, have you seen the videos about Michael talking in Halloween Kills? I turn the sound up when Karen takes his mask, and I can hear him say, give it back. No, you can't, Gary. I, I've, I've seen a video that was covering that, but I didn't watch it. But I don't know. I, I've watched that movie several times. I never heard him, like, at all say anything. So... I don't know, but you know, it's up to you know if someone heard you know if you heard something, if you wanted to hear something, I guess you did. But I, I swear to God, I heard nothing. I heard like maybe mentally he said, "I'm gonna fucking stab your face up, bitch," <laughs> but he didn't say it. <laughs> he just looked at her like that. I, I've seen. I know Dave McRae actually went in and he's like a sound you know yeah. expert or whatever, and he's he said he went in. I never even looked to see if it was there because it sounded dumb to me. I didn't want it to be. And he said he listened to it on like several different tracks. He says there was no fucking chance that that's in there, or whatever, and also. Uh, uh, I don't know if he wants me to say this or not. He can tell me if he wants me to say this or not. Uh, but someone talked to someone that works on the movie, like two people that works on the movie, and they're like, No, that's not that absolutely did not happen in the fucking movie. People are crazy. So well, why would they why would you have to go and do research to find out if he talked? If they wanted him to talk, they wouldn't have hit it in like deep in a goddamn stereo. <laughs> what it was like, I mean we're not talking about like uh, what Led Zeppelin listened to the stairway to heaven backwards. And it says <laughs> worship the devil. <laughs> and it's like, if it happened, it was a mistake. And maybe James G. Courtney was like talking to someone that took his Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Or at least like, give it back. And they just left it in there. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, to me, I didn't hear shit. <laughs> oh, like, was he inward speaking? Give it back. Yes, indeed. I mean, shut the fuck up and dance. <laughs> Oh shit! Um, but I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that, that that's been debunked. Tazamius Bennett, thank you, sir. Says, "Hey, Mike and Jay, I'm so glad you guys are live. I just wanted to say I loved Halloween Kills so much. So did we, my friend. Mm -hmm. Though we had our qualms, we loved it as well. 
because Michael was fucking badass. Ben Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms, yo. Yeah. Up top. Fuck yeah, that's what I'm talking about. God, get a job. <laughs> Two morose motherfuckers here. Uh, System Monitor says this setup feels like Voight Camp test from Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah, dude, this is this is it's fucking. I feel like I just bought like a like a new car. I'm just trying to get used to it. You know, the, only, the best thing about a new car is that smell. You gotta go. Oh, I'm gonna dirty you up in about two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna smoke in here. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Katie's the only person I know who actually said she wasn't gonna smoke in her new car. And I actually didn't. I, no. You said that for like two weeks when you got your new car. Yeah, but I, 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 well, what I did was I've spaced it. I did one day and then I was like, I'm never going to do this again because it still smelled good in there. And then I was like, yeah, I'm not. It's, it's too stressful <laughs> when you're driving. I can't. Todd J says, you guys ready for the No Way Home trailer uh, two tomorrow? Uh, what do you think we will see? Uh, well, here's the thing about No Way Home. The thing, okay, everybody is talking about Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire and then that leaked image of toby mcguire and andrew garfield and uh tom holland on a fucking boat <laughs> or something they look like it's obviously fake i don't think that's real at all it looks so like cg or or like um somebody went in with cameras and uh what what, what do you uh what do you do when you when you put their image on something um uh, like photoshop photoshopped it photoshopped the shit out of it i don't know I, is toby mcguire and andrew garfield in it i don't know i hope so i'd be cool to see them but honestly this constant fucking like give me the dick sensation that people has been having for this trailer. It's kind of got me where I don't like, I don't care. I hope it's a good movie and I'm interested to see how they, how it leads into the Dr. Strange thing and the Wanda, you know, uh, from WandaVision, but I don't know. Dude, fucking same. Like, but I don't hate it. No, but I don't want people to think, Oh, they fucking hate Marvel. It's not that I want to see the movie, but I just, yeah. I don't, I don't care anymore. Well, no, I feel the exact same way, dude. And it's like, I, I, if you if I was just sitting in a theater, if I was watching Spider-Man, right, and like they came out and, and you're watching the movie and all of a sudden Tobey Maguire and uh Andrew Garfield showed up, I'd be like, Holy shit, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. But now after six months of they better fucking be in the movie, they better fucking be in the movie. Mm -hmm. Uh and, and then the, the actors going, We're not in the movie, we're not in the movie, you better fucking be in the movie. And then like all the trailer stuff and the Marvel stuff, I'm just over it now. Like I'm over it. Like now it's like they made it to where it's like the Dark Knight Rises. Like it's such a big deal that it's never going to please everybody, no matter what they do. And yeah. if they don't have them in the movie, it honestly kind of be funny at this point. <laughs> you know? I, I don't think I, I don't know. I, I think that it'd be funny if McGuire says, "You'll get your McGuire when you fix this damn door." <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I don't know. As far as what we'll see, I think that we're going to see probably more to do with like. The dimensional shattering bullshit that you know the only thing that strikes me as strange that i saw in that that trailer was it's dr strange that just seems so cavalier about like fixing the timeline it's like oh everybody's gonna forget who like you're peter parker like i i wouldn't think that dr strange he would know that there was repercussions by fucking with the timeline like that yeah and he would he be smart enough not to do it unless it's causing some kind of reverberations throughout i don't know but i just feel like dr strange was just too like yeah i'll do it and Wong was the other one was like, hey, you're going to fuck up. And he's like, <laughs> I know what I'm doing, Wong. <laughs> but you know what, do you know what I mean? Like, it just felt like he yeah. was too cavalier. Doctor Strange is, if anything, careful. Yeah. And it just feels like he's, like, new at the job. I mean, he technically is, but I don't know. Well, if Doctor Strange is another thing, too. They just said that, uh, they just came out and said that they're doing six weeks of reshoots for the Doctor Strange multiverse movie. And they're making, it's like, they're making Benedict Cumberpatch work six days a week. And they're doing like six weeks of reshoots to fix the movie because apparently something's really wrong with it. 
And that that you know what that makes me worried about though? That makes me worried about fucking Sam Raimi. Not not that I'm worried about Sam Raimi, it makes me worried about Marvel because if they do another Edgar Wright, we know, yeah, we know Marvel does not like they do not like what's the word I'm looking for? Um change. <laughs> change. They don't they don't like individual voices. Like they don't well, I don't know why they mm-hmm. hired these directors. Scott Derrickson got kicked off of Spider-Man already. Yeah. And He's then a great they, football player. <laughs> and then they then they picked up Sam Raimi, and we all thought, well, this is fucking awesome. Sam Raimi has a very, very distinct style of filmmaking. Mm-hmm. And like it's wacky and it's fun, and it would have worked great for a Spider-Man movie. Oh, wait. He did two of them, three of them. Um, well, the third one was the well, the third one shows it because Sony involved right. themselves in that. It's like we need Venom and we need all that bullshit. He hated yeah. it. But if you're gonna make a horror movie, but you also want to keep it kind of marvelish, I think Sam Raimi was the perfect person for that. But the fact that they're doing reshoots tells me that Marvel maybe they're trying to fucking take whatever he did. Maybe he did something cool and special and they call it a horror movie, and Marvel's gonna take in there and they're like, no, we need to sandpaper this down until it's Disney-fied. And that fucking concerns me. Because well, I didn't like the first Doctor Strange movie. So I don't think me. so. Well, I liked it, but I don't think Sam Raimi... The only thing I hope not to happen, and I don't think he will, but Sam Raimi won't walk from the project like Edgar Wright, because they'd be fuck city right now. Yeah. If well, he walked... The movie's already done. The movie's done, but I mean, he was still... People would be like, what happened? And then if he came out and badmouthed him, he's like, I'll never work for Marvel again. Yeah, and Sam Raimi's got the money to fucking do it. So that's a weird one. I don't know what's going on there, but I don't but, like... You know, but Sam Raimi... Like, if Marvel was actually... Smart, dude, I would hire Sam Raimi to do like something like Ghost Rider and give him like make it rated R, make it fucking scary and dark. Yeah. But Dr. Strange would also is in the, uh, Sam Raimi's wheelhouse. I just leave the guy alone. Let it fucking do what he wants. Okay. I want to see the book of the dead. I want to see Ash. I don't care. I know. I know that he's on it, but still. let Russ cook. Yeah. I'll let go pack Stay out of the kitchen, nothing. bitch. I'll be done with the fucking kusu later. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing that happened, by the way, another piece of news that we're going to talk about today, speaking of all this shit is that let me pull it up here so I can actually, Oh, I can't because it's gone from my fucking screen. But apparently, I'll just call it a rumor, leaks, deep leaks, like insider leaks, you know, mm. are saying that Daredevil uh, is back, that Charlie Cox is that. back, that Daredevil's going to be back in the MCU. Again, not confirmed, but a bunch of people sounds like they really believe that this is happening. That's a, that. Well, that was another leaked image from No Way Home. It looked like Charlie Cox was talking to Tom Holland and Aunt May. Yeah, and they said that that clearly looked photoshopped too. <laughs> they all look fucking photoshopped, but these days with Marvel, you don't know. Did you see the picture of the Hulk looking CGI and wearing like the trunks and like the hoodie? It looked like fucking ass, dude. It looked bad. It looked like computer CGI. I don't know. It was at the She-Hulk. Uh, oh, for the Netflix theater. show. Yeah, um, or not Netflix, but Disney Plus. Um, oh yeah, Disney. Plus. But yeah, I don't know. So Daredevil coming back is good, uh, and also Vincent D'Onofrio said he was like, I hope that they bring it back, and they asked him about what he liked to interact with Spider Man. And he was like, I would love to do that. Let's hope that it happens. Like, seeing Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin interact with Spider-Man would be pretty fucking badass. I think, <clears throat> I feel like Marvel's still butthurt over the success that Disney, or that Netflix had with Daredevil. They yeah. want their own version of it, and they don't want to rely on what, because then they'd have to give credit to what Netflix did, and they want to reboot the whole fucking, by the way, I haven't seen it, but um, I did talk to somebody that's watched The Eternals. If you guys have seen it, apparently it's not, it's pretty long and not very good. Well, I don't, I just can't find fucking interest in me. Like, I, I, what was the other one? Shang Chi. I haven't watched Shang Chi. And that's watched... on Disney Plus now. Yeah, I haven't watched the idea, but that actually looked good. Uh, but you hear that fucking. Uh, there's There's a, a whole other story. About the, the Eternals is Malik Ramy, isn't it? That dude. That's like the main dude. Like in, in James Bond, Malik Ramy was the no, bad. No, he's not. I don't think Ramy Malik. Ramy Malik. <laughs> <I'm> like that, <laughs> that one's Angelina Jolie and a bunch of other people. Um, but no, so the Eternals. Yeah, I don't. So like Guardians of the Galaxy. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll fucking be honest with you. Like 
when it came out, I know you did because you, you read all the comic books and stuff growing up, but like, well, it was totally different from the comic books. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, when, when it was announced, I went, who gives a fuck? Like, mm. I don't know what the fuck Guardians of the Galaxy are. And then when I saw the first trailer for it, I believed immediately. I was like, that looks funny. It looks fun. I'm excited. And then when I saw the movie, it was fucking 10, the 10th row of us. I think Marvel, that got their heads big. Yeah. When they said we can take no name characters like Guardians of the Galaxy that nobody outside of comic book deepness gives a fuck about. And make that make it that fucking big. I think they, they're like, we can do that with anything. Fuck paying for these big rate characters. Let's go to the fucking deep pages of the books. And that's where Eternals came from. This when I saw the trailer for it, it doesn't look entertaining. It looks boring. Well, the thing about they they got lucky, and I'm not saying that they're they're not smart and stuff like that, but they hired a really good in John Favreau when they got Iron Man. Iron Man was always a third tier, third tier always in the in the comic books in Marvel, because you didn't have Iron Man. It was like Captain America was number like in the Avengers anyway. Captain America, Spider Man, like Thor, he was down the list. So they took a character that was interesting as far as like the comic books, but was not a huge sell. Like Marvel was not selling off the shelves Iron Man comic books back in the day before it came out. There, it wasn't happening. John Favreau had a good vision for it, and it turned out to be really good. So Marvel has constantly tried to duplicate that. And I'm not saying they're the only ones. A lot of companies like, the, the, even though I liked it, we both did, but they failed. The uh, Green Lantern movie, Ryan Reynolds, um, DC tried to do it. They tried to take a third tier character and make him a huge, like make him the starting off point for their DCEU. But they got lucky with Iron Man and they got lucky with Guardians of the Galaxy. But also it was cast right and they had good directors on both of them. Mm -hmm. And they had an idea like, and first off, Guardians of the Galaxy didn't take itself seriously at all. They knew it was a goofy ass 1970s background soundtrack and that's what they went with. So they weren't even taking hundred percent. I mean, I know they pump money into it, but I don't think they even thought it was going to be the massive hit that it became. Yeah. But like Iron Man was different. Iron Man was the first Marvel Studios film. And then you had the, the, the remember the trailer was like, you had the fucking Ozzy Osbourne when he was punching the door and then yeah. dong, dong. I was like, yeah, this is going to be huge. Yeah. It looked fun. Eternals yeah. looks like it takes itself too seriously. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a bunch of people who love this movie and who swear by it. None of us have seen it. I just, I got to be honest with you, man. I don't care enough. I, and I can go see almost anything. I don't care enough to drag myself to the theater to watch it. Yeah. I just don't. So, I mean, I, if that says something about what's going on with Marble right now, Marble. <laughs> Marble Lights. Uh, hey, do we got any um, any of our mods in the chat right now? Because someone said naked.hd, XYZ. Woo! What's that? Give me that website. 18 plus. Hold on. <laughs> 18 <laughs> plus. <laughs> what's your someone name, sir? selling porn. Um, I'm gonna find you. <laughs> we in the what a pleasure, sir. Uh, hey, I want to scoot you back a little bit. Someone said they could see your nose hairs. I don't want to do you like that. Could homie. you? I don't know. Let's... That's okay. Ooh, blurry as fuck. Oh, there it goes. That's a little bit better. I can't see your nose hairs. Oh, power of Sing Chi. <laughs> uh, the ten rings. <laughs> I would find them. Uh, uh, William McLeod says, Hey guys, great seeing you live. I've missed, I've been missing the live streams. By the way, I like the new setup. Thank you, Will. Appreciate really appreciate that. that, man. Uh, this has been in the works for weeks. One of the reasons that it's been in the works for weeks is because, um, we wanted to start shooting during the day more and we wanted to just, I don't know why the fuck we did it. We just wanted to change things up a little bit and try Lord. to put a little, <laughs> yeah, try to put a little spice on this little, this little thing. And then also, uh, it helps us be able to get to, uh, you know, we're going to do a Patreon review on every single one of these. So the people on our Patreon get more bang for their buck as well. And uh, we get to do more reviews this way. It just, we wanted to create a more natural environment and, and switch it up a little bit. We get, it gets stale doing the same thing after a while. Why so. does it say Mike is muted? Uh, because um, it's a, 
I'm not actually muted. We're not muted, but it, it says that because I have to mute two of the video streams because oh, we're doing the different angles. Stupid. It's just dumb. That's and again, the quirks of this will be worked out. If you guys are not liking this, I promise. You guys remember Home Alone? It's like, don't worry, Harry. I've worked out all the kinks. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can make it cool again. Um, but let's see here. Uh, what happened to the old man's shoe? It fell off when he was riding the tractor too. Xavier's <laughs> <laughs> Bennett, thank you. Franny says, you guys remind me of a principal and parent having a conference about a child that can't behave in class. And yes, the child is fine. Yeah, you know what? It's basically like, it's like it Mike would be the principal and I don't give a fuck. I'm the parent, the dead be dead. Like, yeah, well, is he passing? It's like, yes, he's doing well, but uh, he set a cat on fire. It's like, was it his cat? This cat keeps been ripped. Was it his pussy? <laughs> no, sir. It was somebody else's. Like, well, call Dr. Loomis. Um, shit. Yeah, we'll fix the, the seating arrangements eventually. I don't know. Like, guys, like, I, I may have just order a chair eventually because I the, the one that I've got, the one that's all fucked up that I use in the other live streams, it's hard to load that bitch in the car. And take it up because I got to take it back. I don't have another chair that I can sit at. We're just gonna have to buy you if we do chair. a remote. Yo, if we have a, re I got a fold out chair, <laughs> and then I'll be like this. It doesn't look that bad though, like on there. Like, I from the picture I put up, it looked like it looked like you were sitting in like the kid's seat. Well, you I know? do, you know, it, it's like I wish it was like this comfortable as the seat that Will Smith had in Men in Black. <laughs> He's like, You want to get down on this? Just a little. Oops. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Williams, thanks, buddy. He says, possible disappointments aside for Spider-Man, I think we should be grateful we even have an MCU. That's true. Because we definitely could be living in a time where we don't. I No, I agree Facts. completely. I agree. Yeah. Uh, the only thing is, uh, you know, I really would have loved to have seen what Sam Raimi would have done. And Sony, I think that if they had not forced Sam Raimi into the position that he was in Spider-Man 3, where he was, like, there was too many villains. The whole Green Goblin, Harry Osborne thing was awful. The Venom thing. And Topher Grace, who the fuck smoked crack that morning? Like, if you hadn't done that, because the setup that he had with Sandman was actually very heartbreaking. Like, the idea, like, and it was playing with morals, is the fact that Sandman was only stealing to help for his daughter's surgery. And then he wasn't really the bad guy, but he was the bad guy because of what he did. He was forced into the position. I feel like it would have been really fun to let Sam Raimi play in that world a little bit more. So, yes, I understand what you're saying, that we should be thankful for the MCU, because I am thankful for the MCU. But I'm also... I think that the MCU, and I'm not I'm not being an asshole about this. I just feel like you're what's what's the word? Uh, you're getting into um, superhero fatigue. Yeah, a little bit. No, and especially. And I'm not saying that the I'm not saying Phase Four is not going to be great because I am very excited about the X Men coming in and the Fantastic Four. Like what MCU is going to do with it, and if the big baddie is going to be Galactus, that'll be cool. But again, I mean, I don't know. MCU is, you know, you know what you're getting every time you go see an MCU movie is all I'm saying. Yeah, I agree with that, actually. I would like I would like to have a world where you could be surprised a little bit more about Marvel. And I think Marvel is doing the same thing that big corporations do, which is if it works, never change yeah. until we're forced to change. Don't be fucking blockbuster. You know what I mean? Like switch it up, do something a little bit new. And I, I don't I just don't know. Well, I, but I will say I'm, I'm I'm thankful that MCU did open the door. I mean, look, I want to see Spawn. I want to see a new image reboot of Spawn. I want to see what DCEU has. And but I'm not we're not fanboys of one or the other. I'm I'm glad that they all exist. But I'm saying like here's the difference. If I go and see an MCU movie, like we said, you pretty much know what you're going to get out of it. Like 100%. You know, it's going to be goofy and fun and it's family friendly to an extent and then there's a resolution and then there may be a, like a sad ending but you know the resolution is coming in the next film when you go see something like a dceu film okay for example matt reeves the batman batman could fucking lose this like you're going in it's gonna be dark it's gonna be gritty it's gonna be different and you don't know how it's gonna turn out like i, I like watching those kind of movies where it's like and again not everything has to be dark and gritty i'm not saying that but it's like i if you have a variety like i just like that like you don't know and then spawn i don't know man 
but I'm, I'm just saying like MCU for me, like, I feel like it, like, it's like me. I peaked at 30 <laughs> and it peaked at Avengers Endgame. That's all I mean, I'm saying. That's it, all I'm it's saying. Definitely, it, I think it peaked, but I mean, it's maybe the highest peak in any movie franchise ever. So it's like, that's not a bad thing. But that's, I could that's be, not enough, look, and know? look, and later on, if they come out with some fucking like, remember when they did uh, uh, Onslaught? Yeah, that was awesome comic book series where the X Men teamed up with Fantastic Four and the Avengers. They took they tried to take down Professor Xavier mixed with Magneto onslaught. That's that was an awesome comic book. If they do something like that, I'll be like, all right, that's even better. Yeah, I'd like that even better than the Thanos thing, but could be wrong. I might be getting some mail. Mail, motherfucker. Mm. Uh, Thor's barking. That's why I say that. But uh, Dirk Hall says, Michael, get out of that damn closet. I think that was for you, not for me. Let me give you the J cam. Michael. Why are you in that closet? Huh? You in there with Jason? You playing buddy butt love? Get out there right now. Go back to your room. Stink like fish. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's so weird because the camera's not here. Yeah, oh, I you know. gotta it, look at that one. Oh, yeah. I'm looking away. Like, they're like, oh. That's like. I keep forgetting. You ever, uh, we were, uh, when I was in the band, we were interviewed one time. And like, I don't know we were interviewed twice, but we were interviewed this one time and they had this big fancy setup and they were like, <laughs> they asked this question. I was like. Yeah, you know, I write the songs, and then, like, you know, the, they'll take the songs, and they're like, hey, look at that camera. Dude, I, I, I was that. like, oh, and then <laughs> I was pointing over here. I was like, yeah, I write the song. And they're like, no, this one. I was like, ah! You know, I was, I'm not going to name the person that I'm talking about, but I watched the interview, dude. And, it, like, there was some, like, <laughs> it was so awkward because it was, like, like, I felt like they had watched uh, Behind the Music Without the Music a few times. Because it's like, yeah, well, you know, what happened was is uh, we were all like standing around one day. Like, I got a couple of ideas for some songs. And we all got together. And, yeah, you know, it was really cool. <laughs> I was like, oh, my butthole cringed. We were, we were all just so impressed with the fact that we were being interviewed. Is that a camera? <laughs> we were like, we made it, Dad. <laughs> I told you I'd be something. God damn it. I never liked I, the way. Well, yeah, it's awkward. Especially if you're being interviewed. I don't. Well, we've been interviewed before. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. That's why I, that's why it's like because you don't like first off, you're looking at the camera and you don't know if you're supposed to talk to the person that's asking the question. It's like, so how did you get started on YouTube? It's like, um, <laughs> so yeah, what happened was is we were just fucking bored one day and decided to make a channel. That's right. Alex just Alex, this uh this, this nice kid named Alex Leba. Uh, I'm probably saying his name wrong, just interviewed us at the uh at Scarefest and he had like multiple cameras, like, damn dude, you fancier we are, we should be interviewing you. It was like, which camera do you want us to look at? You know what's funny is when he was interviewing us, all the people that were walking by the booth were looking at us like, who are those fucking douchebags? I know. Like, they're tools. <laughs> like, I was like, I know. Uh Even Chad, we we actually run a hamburger uh like a uh, truck. <laughs> <laughs> he was just asking us about the food. Hey, you guys want some tacos? <laughs> uh, Chad Cosper says, thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. He says, got to get Jay a chair. So he super chatted to, to, towards the Jay chair. Oh, okay. That's uh, cool. I mean, we'll have one. <laughs> Patricia Gregory. It's going to be a, it's gonna be one of those fucking dining room uh, table chairs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have chairs in here, but you would be sitting either high or fucking super uh, low. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, I look like a tennis match guy. <laughs> like, you ever see those tennis match coaches? Like, Mike's got a, like, I don't look. Like that's the chair right there. Oh, they can't. It's oh. on both of us right now. Oh, look. <laughs> you see that? <laughs> I'd sit there. I'd be like, uh, love one. <laughs> love one. <laughs> this is what it look like. Zach Hurd says, it was great meeting you guys at Scarefest. Have you guys checked out the new Steelbook for Halloween Kills? I'm definitely adding it to my collection. No, I didn't know that. I will gladly show you now. Hey guys, this is Mark Wahlberg, and I just wanted to take a second to talk to you about We Watched a Movie. They got a really good Patreon going on over there. They'll do videos for you based on any of their characters. They'll do commentaries for you. They'll do movie reviews for you. They got behind-the-scenes videos. You got 20% off of all their merch. They'll even make you your own video store card like Blockbuster back in the day. They got commentaries just sitting there waiting to be fucked by your movie ears.
I'll put the link below. We got to outrun the wind. Um, let me figure out this because that's that's something we're going to talk about. So, Zach, we'll talk about that in just a second because we're going to get into the Halloween Kills news. Thank you, by the way, buddy. Uh, Tyler Rumfelt says, uh, hello from work, fellas. Jay, give me a Loomis's Gordon Ramsay impression. Just do it. Okay. Um... <clears throat> you call that eggs? You call that eggs? You made eggs. It looks like runny shit. It looks like runny snot from your nose. I, I can't believe that you call yourself a chef. What you should call yourself is a butcher of meats. You're a stupid asshole that doesn't belong in the kitchen. Get out of my kitchen. If I got to do everything myself, I will do. Th put these here. Put this on your head. Two pieces of bread. Either here. What are you? An idiot sandwich. Shut up. <laughs> All right. So let me try to let's get into Halloween Kills news real quick. I don't know if this will work. I think this will work. Maybe this will work. Share screen. Um. Oh, so they can see? Yeah. There we go. Ah, yes. Ah, I like it. Okay. Oh, we got all three of our camera angles. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I feel like Bobcat. Oh. Why do you put the batteries? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, shit, fuck. Okay, so Best Buy has listed, this is bloody disgusting, by the way. Best Buy lists January 11th release date for Halloween Kills 4K Ultra HD Steelbook. Do you want to see it? Yes. Do you want to see it? I do. I will show it to you. Whoa. That is sexual. It looks so retro. I'm into it. Oh, yeah. Load up. You fucking load. Jamie Lee Curtis looks like a Karen marching back to Starbucks to get her order correct. <laughs> <laughs> she does, dude. She looks like she's mad as I shit. I said almond milk. It's like, I can't believe those bastards didn't put the foam in it. <laughs> a Fenty? Uh, yeah, dude. I, I love the, Hall the way that Halloween Kills looks like the like the actual lettering of it it looks like it looks like from something from the 80s it's exciting man like they actually like I, i'll be honest with you like i wasn't a huge fan of the poster that they did for the movie because it was just like his face and you've seen so many better fan fan posters but yeah that's the kind of shit i would like to see for the poster man that's some dope ass shit and then the back one is that i think that's a flashback michael on the back of the of the steel book there uh that looks cool shit. The street looking good dude it looks like fucking halloween kills fuck sin city <laughs> i love it dude i love it infrared yeah, and then uh, there's the you can see the actual the the disc in the bottom. Which what if it, what if, there, what like, if you open it? It goes. I gave my life away. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks like a cedar soul. It does. It does. That's cool, man. How much do they want for it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what y'all asking for? <laughs> <laughs> like that's dude. I always do that. Like, will Mike or my brother or whatever will say how much they want. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, they just came out with a new DVD. So how much they want? For I'll it. give y'all about five fifty. <laughs> we go into a Walmart. Like, what y'all want for that? <laughs> yeah, sir. We don't haggle. This is Walmart. Um. Oh shit, that's something else. That was I was playing slots last night. Oh, oh, do be careful. There. I just showed my personal <laughs> goddamn yeah. email. Somebody just screen cap. What am I doing? Back. Uh. No cat. <laughs> no cat. <laughs> this is weird. I'm head to toe legit, motherfucker. Uh, what I was trying to go to was this. Um. So this is okay. Another story about the Halloween kids. It's an extended cut, by the way. Yeah. And Dean, this is an exploding off. Oh yeah. <laughs> but it is an extended cut. It's going to be on digital one week before Christmas, and then on Steelbook on January. How much? Well, how much uh, footage did they add? Uh, that is what I'm. I don't I haven't even actually read this yet. Yeah, myself. I can't read it. <laughs> it's all blurry and shit on my screen. Uh, Gordon Green told. I'll read it to you, honey. Okay. Uh, speaking with Collider last month, Gordon Green revealed 
this extended alternate cut. He says, this is the director's cut through and through, but there's an additional scene that we filmed that was scripted. And actually, I think it's a pretty brilliant scene. So we're going to do an extended version on the DVD. He said DVD. <laughs> DVD. DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Just so people can see an extended ending that's different and cool. So it's an extended ending and a brand new scene. Uh, we ended up lifting it when I became more confident of where we're going to pick up the next movie. It didn't feel authentic to where we were going to go, so we lifted it. So we just said, we're kind of coming up with, okay, then if we lift that, where do we end? And it was actually Cooper Samuelson at Blumhouse. He was just like, let's end it when it's over, lights out. He mentioned it. It was like, uh, remember in Rogue One when he wanted to do the movie to end when it was Darth Vader going ballistic at the door? Yeah. It's part of the movie. It's just not part of the appropriate momentum of it. Uh, which it. We, we We talked about this a little bit where – I'm going to take off the share screen for a second. Um. I like that better. That's weird. That's super funny. Because then we weird. can actually see. Um, but he it's got me all fucked up, man. Don't look at oh, yourself. Oh, God, I can't help it. Uh, but we talked about this a little bit when we were talking about the original ending. Mm. So I think that the, the ending that we're going to see in the extended version on the director's cut is definitely going to be what we talked about, which is what they saw on test screening audiences, which is where, spoiler alert, Halloween kills, by the way, where Michael kills... Um, Dingo, 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 dingo. Judy Greer. Yeah. When Michael, Karen. Yeah. When Michael kills Karen. God, everybody wants to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking uh, Karen. When Michael kills Karen, her phone rings in her pocket. Michael picks it up and it's Lori from the hospital on the other end. And she just hears Michael's bre Michael breathing and she's like, I'm going to kill you. I'm coming to get you, Michael, which you saw in the trailer. Yeah. And then the original ending of the movie was her walking out of the hospital holding the knife. And mm. I think I think that's what we'll see in the extended cut. Yeah, I don't like that one. <laughs> I, no, I, like I, I, I kind of like it, the idea that he picks up the phone and recreates the first, you know, the scene with Jamie Lee. That's what it is. That's that no, scene. I know, but her walking out like she's Terminator. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, are we doing Linda Hamilton? But no, yeah, I, I, I'm... I mean, it's cool that they'll have an extended cut. I'm interested to see it, but I mean, at the same time, I'm like, yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good. I mean, I really well, don't. I, I'll buy it just to watch it, but still, I think that. Um, I think that I gotta move this back over here because I, I can't see the I can't see the chitty chat because it's so far away. <laughs> oh. I don't um, know, man. I, it's like you know, you wonder though. You know, they took the break from COVID. You know, to rework. I'm sure they did. They reworked a lot of things when they had time to do it. You wonder if that was one of the main things they were working on. They watched the movie over and over again. They're like, "Yeah, that ending doesn't work." Yeah, well, because that's when they decided to move it four years in the future. Yeah. So I guess that's what he's saying with that timeline there. Uh, a, it doesn't make sense if she's she she went to remember when she went to kick that doctor mm -hmm. and like knee him in the nuts or whatever, and that's what ripped her Rip, stomach yeah, back she, open. Yeah. You can't tell me that 20 minutes later. She's going to get up and be in shape to go fight Michael. She would if she got Gorilla Glue. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some scotch. That shit work. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm happy with what the ending they have, but the extended cut's cool. I, I Actually, what I'm more interested in is just to watch like the behind-the-scene featurettes and yeah. then do if they have a, a cool commentary, like maybe David Gordon Green does a commentary on the whole thing. Yeah, that would be dope. Of course, they didn't put any commentaries on the You know what? One. The last movie I watched, with, I, I watched the whole fucking thing, dude. I'm talking about all three movies, the extended cut. My my dork uh, dick was out for like three days. <laughs> I watched uh, the, the Lord of the Rings extended cut. Oh. Dude, the extended cut. One, I watched uh, Fellowship of the Ring, The Two Towers, and Return of the King. I watched all the extended cut with the commentary, and I'm like, <laughs> I was fucking the most. Dude, I, I came out looking like Gandalf because that shit was so long, <laughs> but I loved it. Dude, I would rather... No, it was it was really interesting. I had Peter Jackson on there. Had the Yellowstone Y 
burned into my fucking chest. Well, now. you might just have it. <laughs> I, I, you know, it was great. I hate those fucking you, movies. You watch all of them? No, you never watched all of them. No, I, I couldn't get through half of one. You got to watch them, man. They're fucking boring as shit, no, dude. No, they're not. They're, they're awful. They're great. They're it's fucking a, just nothing but walking. It's a promise of adventure awaiting <laughs> and friendship. Uh, uh, by the way, Martin Cortez, got to give him a shout out because he said, Stand up and shout! And he said, uh, Still dragging for life. <laughs> yeah, dude, fuck yeah, still dragging for life. You know, this is my mic stand and I'm taking it. I was it. listening to that in the car the other day. Yeah. Dude, it's weird. Like, who's what's the band that actually sang that? Still Dragon. Oh, no, no. Uh, oh, fuck. I can't remember their name off the top. That, was of a, that guy's got a major, awesome yeah, bass voice. That song, that song. Do, do, do. It makes my stomach tell. Yeah, dude. That, I, I thought else. they were. You knew who I thought they were when I first started. I thought I was like, I'm the man in the box. I was like, <laughs> you thought it was Alvin James? I was like, wasn't he dead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great movie, dude. Uh, we actually, uh, we actually have a review up for that. Like, we did an impromptu review like four years ago. We, we, we were drunk and we were like, let's go back to your house and do a rock star review. <laughs> <laughs> Rockstar is one of the most underrated movies. It really is. You guys got to see it. It was, shit. you know, I, I purchased that was my first DVD that I ever purchased, and I got that and Fast and the Furious was my first DVD player. I was at Walmart and I got I got to have two movies and I was like I want that one. Dude, Fast and Furious was that, and Gladiator were my first two. Yeah, I got like, Rockstar, so I'm better. Yeah, well, I know, I know. I think I bought it like after you. It was, was like, twenty five. That? that was back when it was like no, it was like twenty three. And it was a shitty fuck. It was one of those yeah, clip it was cases like the clippy like, ones. Clip. Yeah, I think that's still the only Rockstar Blu-ray there is. It's that shitty clip case one. Yeah. Um, Ethan Taylor says the last horror month was amazing. Thank you, Ethan. Appreciate hey, that. Thank you. Nobody fucking watched it. <laughs> hey man, those those uh those uh office skits man that we that was that was a lot of fun to do and we had our friend cameron came in and helped out with jason uh but unfortunately you know youtube is youtube so yeah. you don't know if you're gonna if you're gonna land the net yeah and yeah. we didn't but it was, it was still fun to do we could literally do a fucking video with jay farting on a snare drum and it would get more views <laughs> it probably would like we did uh we did something and it got way more views. i think it was just some basic bullshit thing that we did and i was like what the fuck yeah yeah no i think it was the batman trailer review but that was like it was a huge deal. oh that guy yeah a lot yeah that was a big deal yeah none of those like and every time like when you log into youtube it'll show you it'll be like uh what your latest video did and every time i put one of those up like this video is getting less views than usual <laughs> does it's it like, say that it's like yeah it's like this video is getting 10 out of it's you like are numbers. complete loser it's ranked dead last at all and i was like you know how much money and time one of those fucking videos but you know had? what i feel i feel like we're one of those like girls in high school that just can't accept criticism and we're like oh my god whatever like i'm captain of the chilling squad <laughs> <laughs> and they're like no no listen yeah. your performance was fine People just don't like you. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, so you're like jealous. That's pretty much what happened. Yeah, it really is. It's like, it's like why don't you like us? But it's, maybe it's just because it was shitty. I yeah. don't know. It's, uh, us, it was funny. I felt like fucking Dane Cook was like, I did my best. Uh, yeah, my <laughs> next time we're just gonna fucking shoot it in the bucket. <laughs> we're not gonna put any work into it at all. We just throw a tarp over the back. That's what I get for trying. We're gonna so, get know, for trying. You know, oh, by the way, I did. I know this is off subject, but again, dude, this is crazy. Annie has got something on YouTube. You gotta watch it, dude. Uh, and it's interesting if you guys are into wrestling at all, it's like in search of, and they go and look for the lost treasures of like uh, wrestlers. Like they went one episode, they went and found Kane's mask, like the original mask that he wore. Oh, that's kind of, I want to be on that. He was on the show. The, they got Kane. Like he was there. No, I want to, I want to, I want to <clears throat> help find it. I want to be the treasure. Well, I, yeah, it'd be all, they got Ric Flair. Dude, listen to this. Ric Flair was on one episode and there was the, uh, you know, he wore those robes. There was one called the black butterfly robe and he wore it in his debut at Royal Rumble in 1992 and he won the Royal Rumble like when he was the third guy in he won that and they found it dude they offered the guy it was such a cliffhanger dude cuz they're like oh no one had seen it in 25 years that uh, black butterfly robe so it was super rare so they went and uh, they went they met at a hotel and the guy that owned it he had another guy go and negotiate for him they showed Ric Flair and Ric Flair's like yeah that's the that's the actual robe so they they like how much do you how much does he want and like the he's like all right just throw a number at him he's like 50,000 
for the rope. And the guy's like, I'll, I'll text him and find out what it is. And then that was the way it ended. I'm like, fuck. Because I wanted to find out. They said that one of uh, Ric Flair's robes had sold for $35,000. Because dude, the, the rhinestones are hand-stitched. All those rhinestones are literally a lady hand-stitched. Like a rhinestone cow. <laughs> yeah, he was. Boy. He loves that dick. But uh, <laughs> but they hand-stitched it. So it's like super rare. And that that particular robe hadn't been seen in 25 years. So so one robe, it sold for $40,000. I was like, he's not going to take 50. dollars you are going to pay $50,000 for that. What's he going to do with it? The guy? No, Ric Flair. No, it's not. Ric Flair's not paying it. WWE is for their museum. They're opening oh, up a museum. Oh, so now that makes sense. So they, it's know, like, is he just going to wear it around? Well, they author, you know, I don't know how. It's probably fake as fuck. It's probably like Storage Wars. But they are authorized to do that's like a wrestler in training to go and, with these old these old wrestlers to find this stuff. Yeah. And they're opening. WWE is opening up a museum. So they want, they're trying to collect all this stuff. Dude, there's one, Bruce the Barber Beefcake. They were trying to get the shears. And the, the guy had it in the case. They paid like $5,000 for it or something or 6000 It's fucking awesome, dude. It's, it's an awesome show. Is this another one of those fucking weird YouTube shows? Yeah, it's on, Amy. It's Amy. On well, it's on, yeah, but I watched it through YouTube. What's it called? Treasure Hunting? No, I don't know. I just went to a and it was like WWE something. I just went through all of the WWE. Okay. You find the weirdest fucking shit, dude. I know. I'm like that, though. By the way, I meant to tell you, um, that's when we were talking about what we did watch this week. Something else I also forgot to mention was fucking Yellowstone. I know I told you about it for a second, yeah. dude. Fucking badass. I heard. Like, and, and don't, don't, I can't talk about it anywhere else because everybody else is already caught up. We're in the middle of season two of Yellowstone. And if you're fucking Kevin, does Costner, it blow up? No, no. <laughs> is there, probably will. How many uh, seasons are there? Uh, there's like four, they're on the fourth season now. Damn, he's been busy. Yeah, yeah, dude. But it's fucking, if you like Kevin Costner, right? Like, yeah. if you guys like fucking Kevin Costner, postman, fucking, he still looks the exact same, dude. He's still just as handsome and like beautiful of a man that he was back California then. dreaming. It's like, dude, it's the Sopranos on a farm. It, that's exactly what the show is. It's the fucking Sopranos on a farm. And, and that that's the best way I can explain it. Like, it's sad, but dude, this one dude, he walks in, he walks in the office and he goes in to fuck up this guy. What's it about? I mean, are they just checking to make He's sure Yellowstone blows up? No, no, no. It's not, it's not got anything to do with the geyser, Jay. <laughs> oh, why? It's got nothing to do with the geyser. Well, that's Yellowstone's a farm in Wyoming. But he no, owns like all his land. <laughs> no, no, it's not. He owns all his fucking lands. Oh, uh, he owns this huge thing, and these new people are coming in trying to build on it. But he, and then there's these this, this Indian reservation, and there's a guy that runs the Indian reservation, yeah. and then he's trying to move in on him. So they're all trying to take his family farm away, and his family's a bunch. So of is fucking he is assholes. he defending the Native Americans? No, no, he hates them. He's like, oh, he's uh, racist. Well, I, I would probably, but like, he, he's basically Tony Soprano. Oh, right? he's like a, oh, I see. Okay, uh, yeah, like he's the head of a family. That's all you really have to know. It's mafia. No, no, but they're sort of mafia. You're not fish. fucking. Ma- is it good? They're livestock agents. Oh, now that, what I the can't. Fuck is that? That's, I try to explain. They're it that sheep way. herders. No, I know. Like you just gotta watch it. Like they're, they're sheep so, herder mafia. They're they're cow herders, but no, you gotta watch it, dude. Like it's like it's a cowboy version of the Sopranos. That's the only way I can explain it. And Kevin Costner's like the head dude. Yeah, but like this, for instance, like there's this one scene. He walks in to fuck with this guy, and the guy that hired security. So. Kevin Costner walks in, picks up a fucking gla- bottle of wine, and the dude goes out and pulls gun. He hits him with a gun, and then he fucking breaks the. You know what? That's what face. Johnny Depp wanted to do to Amber Heard when she forced him. <laughs> no, that's probably what he dreams of every night while she shits on his pillows. But oh, uh, Amber Heard. And he goes in there, he picks up the chair, and he throws it at the guy. And when he's walking out, the guy's like, "Nice move." He's like, "That wasn't no move." He's like, "I'm just meaner than you." And so he walks out. Is he redneck? He's country. He's not redneck. He's but country. there are uh, rednecks. Would but you he's call country? Would you call him an anti-hero? Oh yeah, yeah, like Tony Soprano. Like, well, yeah, but Tony Soprano was more evil than he was an anti-hero. So is he. He's evil so he, as fuck. Okay, so. Like, so he's a bad guy. No, Tony Soprano's not a bad guy. Yeah, he is. Not for us. Oh, gabagool. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking wackadoo. Like, when you watch it, he's not a bad guy. To you. Like, he's he a does, bad guy. He's he does, a disgusting fuck. He's, yeah, so is Tony Soprano. But, but you root for him. I know. 
So it's like that. I know, but I think I'm disturbed. I think we're both disturbed. Like yeah. I, I'm not saying that. Look, you do. Uh, it's the weirdest thing. Do you did you root for Tony Soprano? I think everybody really yeah. did. Deep down, you were like, yeah, he's a terrible human Sometimes being. Sometimes he made me mad. I was like, don't do that. But <laughs> it's like, Dad, like, stop. Yeah, I still love you. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Hey, I gotta go take a piss. To piss. All right, man. Go go pee. Hey, show us. Just do it right now. Okay. Show us your dick. I'll be right back. I gotta go pump it up. <laughs> um, Ethan Taylor said, "Oh, we never finished." Sorry, Ethan. We just totally fucking not finished your comment. He said, "Was hoping to make the scarefest just shake both your hands." Recently, cut back drinking, started working out. The videos keep me motivated. That's nice to hear, man. We're trying to cut back ourselves. That's why we're shooting here during the day, drinking the old water, drinking the old H two O. But yeah, you know, I think I think uh, COVID got to a lot of people in that way, where you got used to fucking drinking it like. Dude, you know, I, I'm a Coors Light. It's a day, it's a day beer. You know what I mean? And next thing you know, your hair is down to your shoulders. You got 20 extra pounds of gut and, and an alcohol problem. Uh, but no, it's good to, uh, good for you, man. Cutting back on the drinking, getting healthy. Happy for you, man. Way to fucking go. Um, I'll wait on Jay to get these other super chats. Because uh, I know that you guys want to hear both of our thoughts on them. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I want to go back down here and see if anybody's talking about Yellowstone. Does anybody watch that fucking show? Because it's fucking awesome. Um, Stephanie Kyle said Tony Soprano was just a sore loser. He fucking was. He did not like losing at all. Uh, Clinton said we should wear diapers. Yeah, probably. Um, Austin says, is Michael Myers an anti-hero or am I disturbed? He is not. I would not call him an anti-hero, but I would say that we root for him too. And I know that's really fucked up. Um but I think the new movies have done a little better job of that. Like, there are some characters that I like enough that I actually hate it when they die. I'm not like I think there was a bad thing that horror went through for a while where they had they feel the need, especially slashers, feel the need to make all of their characters fucking hateable teenage kids so that we're rooting for them to die. But what makes a better movie and what makes the the, the slasher scarier is if you don't want the people in the movie to die. Uh, and, and you feel bad for him. That's one thing I did like about Rob Zombie's Halloween, actually. When he kills Dee Wallace's character, I felt fucking awful. When he's dragging her across the floor, I was scared because I was I felt bad for her. I didn't want her to die. For who? Uh, Dee Wallace in, in uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. When he's like the older lady when he's like, oh, yeah, dragging yeah. across the floor. That was fucking brutal. She still looks good, though. She, I don't, I don't uh, disrespect You know what? You talk about Halloween, too. If they, I know it's not on the same thing, but if they'd kept the, the first 30 minutes of that movie and just gone that way, holy shit. It'd been better than the first movie. I'm not lying. The yeah. first 30 minutes of Halloween 2, Rob Zombies, is some of the best shit I've ever seen. That's pure Michael. And they could even have that. It was Octavia Spencer. Woo-wee. God damn, Michael's mine. I loved it. <laughs> um, she was, dude. And, like, but that was, they, they, they couldn't even give us that. That was a fucking dream. Yeah. And then we woke up to. Look at those uh, unicorns. Goths. Taylor Combs. God, I had so much acid last night. I'm thinking unicorn. <laughs> Uh, Gary Catlow says, we just had a bomber in the UK. He was using a taxi, but the driver, I read about this. Have you heard about this? Uh, had a bomber in the UK. He was using a taxi and the taxi driver noticed he had a bomb. So we locked him in the car and he couldn't get the civilians and the, the fucker blew up the car that the driver, uh, blew up the car and the driver's a badass. So the, uh, the driver, so did the driver that- die? No, no. The driver noticed that got out of the car and locked the motherfucker oh. in the car <laughs> and the suicide bomber. <laughs> Just blew, got stuck in the car. You know what it was? He, he saw the fucking cat there. Like, Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, dude, that's that, uh, good for that guy. Terrorists are pieces of fucking shit. I can't stand those. They're cowards, man. Like, anybody's like cowards. It's like, 
you know, what do you, I don't know. You think you got like 72 virgins left or, or waiting for you? You got 72 dicks ready to fucking put it in your ass in hell. I promise you. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Fucking so, chainsaw dicks. Like a cat dick. You know about cat I'm not going to get into cat dicks, but they have little things in them. And they Dude, it's your, no, the barbs. In. Yeah, that's Woo! why those, those cats go. Yeah! I hope that motherfucker's screaming like that in hell. Yeah, right he now. is. Uh, Phantom Films, thank you very much, says, I feel like the most interesting route for ends would be just to bring back Danielle uh, as Jamie. You could easily make it make sense. I don't think that's a good idea for ends at all because we've already gone. We don't bring, in my opinion, don't bring any fucking new characters yeah. at all into fucking Halloween ends. Just focus on what we've already built and finish it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you ever watch like a series uh, and you're like on season eight and you finally get to the season finale and they're starting new Smallville. Smallville. <laughs> oh my God, dude. They're starting new story threads. You're like, yeah. I just want you to fucking finish the story threads that you've been teasing me for years and like that's all i want with halloween is the thing I don't about, want anybody knew it all the thing about daniel harris is is daniel harris and look we've we've had multiple discussions about her portrayal of jamie and we all loved her and thought she was great and i think she's an amazing actress and she did a really good job with that part but the daniel harris train has left the station they're not that look they're probably never going to go back to that character i mean maybe but i really don't see them ever going back to that character she she got to do the two films four and five and then she got to come back for rob zombies halloween one and two the idea of them introducing Daniel Harris in uh, Halloween Ends as, you know, yeah, of course they can make it make sense, but I don't even think, and again, I'm going out on a limb here and beating my own wiener, but <laughs> I don't think Jamie Lee Curtis really even gives that much of a shit about that whole particular storyline from four and five. Oh, like, absolutely. and I'm saying that, I'm not saying that because I don't know Jamie Lee Curtis and we didn't never talk to Daniel Harris, but I think Daniel Harris had mentioned before that, uh, or maybe something along the lines that Jamie Lee Curtis acts like she doesn't really even exist. Like, you know, she, they, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis did her version with John Carpenter, and that's the version that she sticks with. Like, that's the true story of Halloween, according to Jamie Lee Curtis. So bringing Daniel Harris back and throwing her in the mix, not going to happen. Who I Now, I will say this, though. I think it would be really interesting. I keep fucking looking at your refrigerator when I should be looking here. <laughs> Mike's refrigerator, like, he's got a Jason mask magnet, and I keep looking at that. Like, my camera's there. Uh, but, no, um, I, what I would think would be really interesting, and they'll never do this. And First off, I don't know if this motherfucker is living in Alaska milking, like, frozen cows or something bring josh hartnett back from h2o because i feel like that story was never explored her son I like ever love to see that and obviously i don't want to see that in ends and i know you don't either no no no. but like but a new one next storyline yes do yeah. instead of, have josh hartnett come back and be like look go from h2o and start a new story and have josh hartnett come back to be like the loomis type slash jamie lee curtis that's on the hunt for michael yeah maybe you can even tell the story that Jamie Lee Curtis was so disturbed about what had happened at the school in H2O that she maybe had killed herself. And now Josh Hartnett was on the hunt for Michael yeah. trying to track him down. There was so I don't know. I mean, it sounds do. corny, but I mean, you can work it out. You can work it out. But you got to have Josh Hartnett agree. And I think he said he doesn't want to. Uh, I, I, well, he, he needs to comb his hair. That's probably what he's doing. <laughs> I think he said he doesn't want to. But I mean, there's always like he's no. interested in, in like storytelling and stuff like that. Like he's really deep into the indie stuff. So. If you get, I mean, if you got David Gordon Green, who was an indie movie guy, anyways, if you got somebody like that to tell a story that he was really interested in, I think you could you could draw him back. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I think you can get that that, that money shot going again. Well, Chris uh, Stora uh, says I want a direct sequel to Four and Forget Five. I would be fine with that. Yeah, uh, we talked to uh, Alan McElroy, and he had had some interesting ideas for Four, and I'm like, no, Alan, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> I love you, Alan, but it's no. like I love Spawn, and I God, I just want to hold your hand, but you've got to get out of the house once in a while. <laughs> Uh, but I, yeah, I would love to see a Halloween four direct sequel, but they kind of did that. Well, no, Halloween six was a direct sequel to five because they fucked themselves. Yeah. I don't yeah. know where we, do that. the wall. If you go back and watch our interview with McElroy, Alan, he 
pretty much lays out the idea for what the sequel was going to be to four. Yeah, but it was gonna it was gonna have Daniel Harris as the new over the mantle. Yeah. So that I don't want. I wouldn't mind them subjecting themselves into those old Halloween movies, but I do not want uh, anybody but Michael to be Michael. Yeah, ever. That's pointless. That's stupid. I don't want it in my heart. Um, but yeah, no, I, I would like to. I would like. I, I I agree with you. I think Josh Hartnett's character John Tate. Uh, <laughs> God, it sounds like just a douche John name. Tate. Uh, I'm going out for the football team, but John Tate's already got it. <laughs> or someone who's running for mayor, like uh, Mayor John Tate. Um, but you know, I think that uh, that's more interesting to me. But I do see a place for them to finish the Jamie storyline uh, somewhere else down the line. I don't know how that works. I think a TV series may be the best for that. Yeah, you can it, call it like the the chron- like the the Chronicles of Halloween or some dumb shit yeah. like that. And in, in each episode, you could weave back and forth between these timelines. Something like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Something. But I, again, I mean Daniel Harris. But as an actress, she got like great roles. I mean, yeah. even though Halloween Five pretty much sucked, but I mean, it was, she was still good in it. It's one thing Rob Zombie did do right was that he at least gave Danielle Harris a nice send off, even if the character of Jamie never did get a send off. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, my favorite character in that in the, in the Rob Zombies both was Brad Dwarf. I think yeah. he was a fucking knockout of the, I mean, in both movies. He's the. I think. Oh, here's a question for you: Do you think Brad Dwarf is the best sheriff in the Halloween franchise? Yep. Yep, I will. I'll, I mean, I'm. Yeah, I, I would go I with. Too. I would go with. Uh, I would go with four. What's his name? Um, Bracket. Bracket's all right, but I mean, I gotta go with Brad Dwarf. Meeker, Meeker, Meeker. Brad Dwarf. I, I, I do like Meeker because Meeker was like a no nonsense fucking mm-hmm. guy. He's the only guy that fucking. And we talked to Alan McElroy about that too. Uh, when, when we talked to him, um, Meeker's the only guy that the second Loomis showed up, he was like, "All right, I'll take you fucking seriously. Let's yeah. go." Like everybody else is like, "Oh come on, what are we gonna do? Cancel Halloween and all that other bullshit." Yeah. But I do think Brad Dorf is my favorite uh, Dude, sheriff. Well, he's also yeah, he's an amazing actor. He took that role seriously. Like you could, I, like I mean, yeah, he's, he's not. And I, and I would have given Malcolm McDowell the benefit of the doubt if he hadn't if he hadn't been so fucked up in the second one. Yeah, yeah, they, and that wasn't even his fault. They just shit on his. Because I mean, honestly, Malcolm he has fake Loomis, but Malcolm McDowell is still like he did a decent job with Loomis in the first one. Yeah, I except think. for the the first thirty minutes where he's got long hair. I was like, Loomis would never be that way. <laughs> he would never. No, he wouldn't be hippie-ish. Yeah, I always felt like Loomis took his job way too seriously to be that bullshit. That's a good point. That's a really good point. <laughs> but I always would love that that deleted scene where he's like, we're sitting in the office and he's showing him the pictures of the the. The animals Michael killed as a boy. Oh, <laughs> that yeah. deleted scene where uh, Malcolm McDowell's like, "This parakeet's been wrecked." <laughs> <laughs> Dirk Hall, thanks, buddy. Says, "Have y'all heard that fans uh, have named that mob chick with the iron the Iron Maiden of Haddonfield?" <laughs> Remember the in the Halloween kills uh, that bitch is standing out there with the iron? Like, was she, like what are you doing with iron? <laughs> oh yeah, the Iron Maiden of Haddonfield. She got a Molly Hatchet soundtrack all on her own. <laughs> Hey, Juan Thomas's birthday is tomorrow. Hey, happy, happy birthday, Juan! Happy birthday! Amazing son of a bitch. It's your birthday. Birthday. Happy birthday. I don't know how they do it at Applebee's. <laughs> hey, do the they way. do that? They do. They still do that. Oh, the, yeah. the birthday chant. <laughs> that always reminds me. Happy of birthday, Applebee's. Happy birthday. Want some freeze? Ice cream. Ice cream. No, it goes happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. Do you? <laughs> I feel like God. I can't wait to quit this fucking job. <laughs> that reminds me of Winnie. With yeah, that's what I mean. He's he like, gets to the kid's face. He's like, "Do you?" And the kids fucking cry. Carpe <laughs> diem, these nuts. <laughs> uh, Gary McDonald says, "Do you know uh, will the extended cut be available if you buy the movie on digital through Apple TV?" I do not know that specifically. What is it? Gary. He wanted to know if Halloween Kills, if the extended cut will be available if you buy the movie digitally through Apple TV. I don't know. Here's a question about the digital movies too. Like, I'm a physical media guy but i do like my 
like physical media. I've spent so much money on it that I'm angry at physical media. I'm like, fuck you. You hurt me when you brought out 4K because yeah. I already had all these goddamn. But it knows how to touch you when it matters. But I'm also not into not into collecting online because like or digitally because Once they can take gone, that shit gone. from me. I know, and I don't like it. So I'm in between where I just don't buy movies anymore. I just rent every fucking thing. Well, it's but, weird. I'm I'm opposite because I I still will buy, and I know I shouldn't, but it's like the crack that I can't put down. Yeah, like, I'm like I'm addicted, but I'm not. I need to be on intervention. But uh, I'll still buy them. Like if it's like a collection. Like the other night, I don't know why, but I was into. Uh, I wanted to watch all the Saw movies. I don't know why. And then they had like a fucking nine movie collection for like thirty bucks. I'm like, yeah, at the shopping. <laughs> but here's the thing. But I didn't you buy, buy the, the whole Blu-ray collection. I know. for like twelve. No, no, I didn't buy it because I okay. looked at it. It was just, it just said in my shopping cart. Like when it was like I'm gonna buy it, and oh, I, yeah. I just I hovered over like buy or whatever finalize it. <laughs> By the way, we have all those. So I send them to us. You can just well, I just don't. I don't know what you have in your collections. <laughs> and then I was like, so I was like, no, I can't. But I wanted to because I was, and because if you rent the movies, they're too expensive anyway. They're like three ninety nine or two ninety nine a pop. I was like, I'm not renting that. That's the only physical media that that unless someone sends it to us. Like yeah. I said, uh, like I'm pretty sure someone sent us that. But uh, unless someone sent us to us, the only physical media I kept around was collections. Yeah. Because like like Final Destination collection or Long Term collection or something like that. Because if I ever want to go on a spree, it would be like thirty dollars to watch. Yeah. Otherwise, the way I see it is, if I want to watch a movie, I'll just fucking pay three dollars. Well, pay, you know. Well, yeah, and uh, well, the thing is, is that uh, I didn't want to. That that's the downside of it. The, the, the upside is is that you if you get it digitally, you can watch it anywhere. You can watch it on any device. You can be anywhere you want. You could be on a plane going to Nan fucking Tucket and still watch the movie that you just bought. The problem is is like for example, if Amazon goes down, which <laughs> fucking happened. That's like saying the Roman Empire is going to go down. They didn't. <laughs> no, but if Amazon ever went down though, if ever if it ever went away, you'd lose everything. Like all that whole, and they're not going to refund you shit. You're just, you know, going to have your thumb up your butt and be like singing, you know, whistling Dixie. But the thing about <clears throat> the, the physical media, though, threaten me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> the physical media thing, though, is that uh, they're they're phasing that out. Yeah. Like slowly but surely, physical media. Oh, yeah. is you go, go to Best away. Buy, there's one tiny little fucking sad rack yeah. of fucking. Four and I used to buy all the. They do every every what was it? Uh, every Monday night, I'd go to Walmart at midnight and it's buy nice. all the new releases and shit like that because they were like they were like seventeen ninety nine. Some of them, and the new one was like twenty. And that's so much fucking funner than yeah. just click a button and then you get logged out and you have to sign back in, but you have to use the fucking TV remote right. to do it. And so, but now I mean, but then it got too expensive, and then the, and then they came out with the goddamn Ultra four K eight K. You can see the butt hairs. And I'm like, what should I buy? And then they, I don't know. Yeah, it's all you're kind of fucked either way. Yeah, you fucked yourself is what you did physical media. But no, to answer your question, uh, I have no fucking idea. My question is going to be also if you buy a movie digitally, and but if you buy the physical copy, it comes with the special features. I don't think digital movies come with the special features because they don't have yeah, like, do. a menu that you can go through. They do. No, uh, I bought one before where it comes with a special feature, but it comes in like you have to click on a separate thing. Oh, It'll okay. say bonus features, and you'll just click on that. But it comes okay. with it. Okay. Okay. You silly bitch. Okay. okay. No, I may not though. I don't know. If I were you though, for Halloween Kills, the the the, the still cover looked awesome. Just buy the fucking still cover. Like that's what. Now I'm that's thinking. one I probably will buy yeah. just because it's you know it's fucking Halloween. Kevin Williams said, "Any thoughts on Dexter's New Blood?" Uh, I haven't watched it. I'm only a couple episodes into season two. Uh, we stopped. Dexter depresses me, dude. It's like great. I like the show, great. but it doesn't put me in a good mood. Dude, Dexter's one of the best shows I've ever watched, except for uh, the ending sucked. But I, otherwise, I. Uh, <laughs> Your marijuana. <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah, dude, Dexter's good. I haven't watched the new ep uh, the new season. Is it good? That's the, I don't know. I haven't even read about it. Yeah. But I mean, I guess people are liking it. I got I got I got fucking six seasons of that shit to go through before it's, I can discover. Dude, you're gonna love it. 
I you're, you're do you haven't even touched the tip yet. You're you're barely like you're not even like you're just still in the foreplay section. Yeah. Wait till they take better. you in the back room. They put it in your butt. Oh, you're gonna love it. Sounds awesome. Like Ving Rhames. Hey, and we're Pulp gonna Fiction. talk about Pulp Fiction later. Hey, it's the one where Ving Rhames gets butt raped. <laughs> Wolfman's got nards. What's up, dude? Uh, here's the money I owe you for that lap dance last weekend. Love you, Barry. Hey, hey, Barry. Barry gives good fucking laughs. It was a wonderful experience. Yeah, he really does. He's got a tight ass. And he's so light, <laughs> you can just pick him up and move him and set him back where you want. He's one of those strippers that when he gives you lap dance, he gets in your ear and he goes, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't do that, dude. That made me feel Isn't weird. Isn't that weird? Really yeah, I hate when people do that. Yeah. Like, even, like, like I remember when I was a kid and a, a teacher would lean too close and be like, so. <laughs> so God, stop. <laughs> good man. Good man is Barry. Uh, all right. Let's see here. Uh, Chad Cosper, thanks, buddy. Says, I wouldn't mind if they followed up on the old drunk priest who picked up Loomis on the side of the road. That's what Alan wanted uh, to do. Something that follows the evil. Yeah, Chad, dude, check out the conversation the that we had with Alan McElroy. He says that he was willing to write an entire treatment just for Sayerson. Sayerson, Say uh, Reverend yeah, Sayer. Yeah. And uh, he said, nobody wants that shit, though. It's just exactly it. what are you hunting? <laughs> yeah, dude, that, yeah, and he, he really did. He's like, it was so cool because when we, when we brought that up, talking about that, he got really excited about it. Like, it was something that he really wanted to do, but either they didn't have the time or budget to really film more than what they had in the movie, so. Yeah, that sucks, man. I really did want to see it, but all right, uh, moving on. Let's, let's, we've got, a, we've got a little bit of time here to get to it, so let's talk about our, uh, first off, I'm going to get naked tonight and rub cheese whiz all over my body, and then I'm going to tell you about it. That's called yeast infection. Uh, that is not what that is. Uh, it's a good time for all to be had by one. Uh, but no, uh, our Patreon review for our buddy, William Long, uh, he requested, by the way, William, your card, your signed photo and your card came back to me, returned to sender. So you got to give me that correct address, bro, so I get you your Patreon goodies. Shut up. He's on the run, bro. Speaking of which, we have a tier on our Patreon, which there's a link for in the bottom of every video uh, where you can sign up for all this shit. And one of the tiers, you can get us to review a movie for you. We're going to be doing this a lot more often now that we're doing this. And William Long requested Pulp Fucking Fiction, which is an all-time classic. I maybe one of the greatest films ever made of all time. Ooh, it's good. I don't know if it's one of the greatest movies of all time. But it's really good. I do like uh -huh. it. It's weird when you think of it. Uh, when, when you think of that, dude, the first thing, I, I swear, you think of that weird guy from The Mask. Yeah. The bad guy that's in it. And the butt rape that goes on with Ving Rhames with, when he's got the, like, the ball in his mouth. And he's gonna go get some hard hitting, you know, the rest of it. But I can't say it. But it's brutal. No, dude. I'm not saying. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Okay. Hey, I'm ready to end our careers now. <laughs> let's fucking do it, bro. Uh, I'll walk off in shape. Uh, no, um, yeah, dude, it's it's a brutal movie, but it's also really interesting. It's it's got some like some of the best uh, dialogue ever. Like Quentin Tarantino wrote some awesome dialogue, and it's the resurrection of John Travolta's career. So you can't beat that. No, and Bruce Willis was having a, a rough go of it too. He looked when, like it, like yeah, yeah. When his career started, dude, yippee kaye, motherfucker. So you guys, I mean, everybody here's seen Pulp Fiction. It, it, so the spoiler, um, what's the word? Uh, Statue of Limitations. The spoiler just went out the fucking window on this. Yeah. One. But if you haven't seen it, definitely watch it. There's nothing you could say to spoil that movie that you haven't either seen in pulp culture somewhere or that um, you know, it, it's going to. Pulp Fiction is like the McDonald's of those kind of movies. It's it, literally yeah. everywhere. Yeah, it, it really fucking is, dude. It's an amazing fucking movie, but. Uh, Quentin Tarantino. It's one. Of, it was early in his career too, which it's surprising. He did it was uh, after Reservoir Dogs. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was his second one. Um, but and and then I did, he did a spot in Four Rooms. I can't remember if that was before or after this. But either way, it was early in his career, and he still he was such a fucking talent that he was able to get all these people in the, in, in this. John Travolta, fucking Samuel L. Jackson, fucking Uma Thurman. The cast is fucking crazy, mm -hmm. insane. But it's one of the weirdest. I think. This is the movie that everybody in fucking Hollywood tried to copy for years afterwards. Yeah. 
like the dialogue it just nobody knew what to fucking make of it when it came out you know what i mean like we were we were too young i think to watch it in theaters but i, I just remember the first time i saw it like these weird conversations that don't tie directly to a linear plot that are just fucking out there but it's just in the same way of Dust Till Dawn, it's just fucking cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it was one of those uh, highly intellectual films that you didn't see coming with a with a with a violent centerpiece to it. Because again, Quentin Tarantino writes intelligent dialogue, and that's what's really interesting and always like drawing or for me draw me to his films is that he can tell a story like the, the one you know just about two hitmen, but he's got like some awesome ass dialogue in it that it's like, I don't know, the observations and the narrative that they're setting and the way they're talking to each other, it, it feels fucking real. Like, I don't, I'm not saying that, like, and I would never be that smart. I'd be like, man, I'm gonna go kill this fucking guy. Okay, man, well, after this, you wanna get like a heifer with cheese? <laughs> he's like, yeah, let's go. But the way they talk to each other, the Samuel L. Jackson and John Travolta's relationship is fucking amazing. It's one of the best dynamics I've ever seen on screen. 100% the best, one of the best dynamics. It really is. And I think, it was but like, I mean, it's not as good as Samuel L. Jackson, Bruce Willis, and Die Hard with the Vengeance, but it's up there. Ooh, that was pretty fucking good. Yeah, too. that's a really good I one. I mean, I, I actually, as much as I love that fucking movie, I would still have to take Paul Fiction's dialogue over it because it was, just, it was just different. It was out there. Like they're sitting up there. My favorite conversations after the Royale with Cheese Part, where they're standing up there and they're talking about Marcel Wallace's wife. When they're talking about the foot massage, yeah. that's my favorite dialogue. I think of the whole movie because th that really just sounds like two dudes talking. Like yeah. Said, where he's like, he's like, man, how are you gonna throw a motherfucker off a roof for giving man's wife a foot massage? He was like, he was like, foot massage is a sensual thing. He's like, <laughs> yeah. she knows it, he knows it, damn straight, damn straight, Marcellus knows it or whatever it was. But and then it's just fucking weird, dude. But like, then you get the whole scene with Uma Thurman, which a lot of people don't like the Jack Rabbit black scene or whatever it was, like a. Uh, What's the name of the place? Jack Rabbit. Something. Jack Rabbit. I think. Yeah, the classic scene where they're doing the fucking all it's that. It's all right. It's fine. She was kind of annoying to me, actually. Like I actually did not like her. I'd be like, you're sort of rude, by the way. She was hot as fuck though, and she was gonna cheat on Marcel. Yeah, I know. They Good. were gonna do it. When she's, he's like, what do you call that uncomfortable silence? Un uncomfortable silence. She's like, I don't know what you call. I was that. like, I don't I know like, what you want to say, Poison Ivy. Just crawl up in here and do it. She's trying to get you fucking killed. Man. I know it's crazy. She was trying to get John, but I love John Travolta's conversation he had with himself in the fucking bathroom, dude. Yeah. When he goes in the fucking bathroom and he's like. <laughs> So many guys have been there, dude. So many guys have been in that exact position where he's in the, he goes, he knows that she wants him, but he knows that he's going to fucking die. Uh, and he goes to the bathroom, he's talking to himself. He's like, are you going to go in? You're going to have your drink? He's like, you're not going to be rude. Finish your drink, but finish it quickly. He was like, go home, jerk off. It's like, into the night. Dude, I, I was like, dude, everybody's had that conversation with themselves. Yes, exactly. I remember that one that was making out of that girl and she said she was married to that fucking ex-Russian. And yeah. she's like, do you still want to make out? I was like, yes, of course. When I, was, I had to go to the bathroom. And dude, I, I it was that's exactly the conversation you have in your head. <laughs> it is. And then Andy Grammer comes. I was like, Nah, nah, honey, I'm good. I can have another, but I probably should not. Because, <laughs> dude, yeah, exactly. Because as a dude, especially as a dude, like you're like a hot girl is like I'm into I'm into you, like. But you know that they're with somebody that could whoop the fuck out of you or like get you killed, and you're like, but my dick says yes. <laughs> it's like it's like the God is telling me hey, listen, no. At that point, you are He Man, and your wiener is like Skeletor on Snake Mountain, <laughs> and you're trying to fight them. That's true. Dude. It really is, but yeah, it's it's amazing. Uh, that's what Quentin Tarantino is. Quentin Tarantino is is really good, uh, like at telling a psychological story. He gets inside like most people's heads and like brings it out in a way that I've never seen anybody else do it. Yeah, I've never seen anybody else do it, and that's why I always think Quentin Tarantino would be an amazing fucking director for something like Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh my god! Like just the idea of like of, of, of doing the dialogue, like oh my god, his Star Trek would have been amazing. Yeah, his Star Trek would have been amazing. But yeah, and 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 okay, let's talk about Butch real quick. That whole scene, like I fucking hate it. Butch is probably my least favorite 
character mm. in the movie. Like Bruce Willis is badass. Like he's always good. Well, he used to always be good. Now it's fucking. He'll, he'll fucking he'll now, suck your dick for a quarter. Now he's doing fucking <laughs> diehard commercials, like fucking batteries. Battery commercials. But uh, back then, you know, and, and he did good in the movie. It was really interesting or whatever. But his girlfriend or whatever yeah. fucking annoyed the piss out of me. She's like, he's like, come on, sugar pop, let's go. And she's like, I want the pot belly. You have to give me oh, yeah, that girl. Yeah, I want yeah. to pop the belly and then you take me to the store. And then he got, <laughs> like, but eventually he got mad at her, fucking annoying. Yeah, like, God she, damn it. she got a fucking kill. Yeah. Like, the one thing I asked you for is the fucking watch. Oh, yeah, you got it. You know, that that whole thing. I loved it, but uh, she got my nerves. I hated that old dialogue. I hated the woman at the very beginning of the, in the Waffle House. Um, oh, yeah, she got, yeah, Ooh, I was like, just kill that bitch. Oh, and also the girl, um, who is the guy, the boyfriend, Tim Roth? It's all right, honey bunny. Yeah, I love Tim Roth. Tim yeah. Roth is great, but. Same thing with the girl in the, the the scene where he has to puncture her heart. Yeah. With the thing, um, the the drug dealers, the heroin dealers. Yeah. His girlfriend, so fucking annoying. Through when <laughs> I was laughing my ass off when John Travolta's trying to do the thing, and he's like, uh, uh, "What's the what guy?" He's like, "Get the needle." He's like, "Don't tell me what to do. You're in my house." He's like, "Just get the fucking needle." Like, he's screwed up. <laughs> oh yeah, that dude, that uh, from Butterfly Effect. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, but Courtney Love, by the way, said she said that 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 Quentin Tarantino. Courtney Love. Courtney Love said that Quentin Tarantino originally was going to cast her, I don't and, believe her and Kurt Cobain in that nope. scene. And they asked Quentin Tarantino about it. He's like, I've never fucking met well, other of them in my life. First off, Courtney Love. Like, I've never offered shit. Yeah, Courtney Love was dealing with like uh, genital scabies. And on top of that, she was planning on killing her husband. So she just didn't yeah. have time I'm for that. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm busy committing murder. Fucking idiot. Uh, but but yeah, well, the thing, I, I, thought, I think it was funny. Is I, I would love to be in... Uh, in a room with Quentin Tarantino when he brings in actors and tells them what the role is. And he's like, all right, so this, the, and you know how he talks. Yeah. So he's very, he's very like very quick. And, and he's like telling you, it's like, yeah, it's going to be great. Cause then, what I'm going to do is we're going to do. And then like you bring in Ving Rames and then Ving Rames, what's my rule? What's my motivation? <laughs> motherfucker? And he's like, all right, so what's going to happen is Ving, you're a big guy. And I know that you are, but what we're going to do is we're going to put you in a room. You're going to get kidnapped and then you're going to get fucked in the butt. But then after that, by a race revenge, revenge comes on. You know, what I'm trying to show is that men can get raped too. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and you're going to love it. You're yeah. going to love it. And then the guy from the mask comes in. He's like, guess what? You're going to get to fuck being Rams in the ass. Can you guys say more? Like, yeah, but you know. It, it's just, Am I going to get an Oscar or what? He's like, hey, you put this fucking ball in my mouth. And you imagine rehearsing for that scene. You got to put up like a, a, what do they call a, a choker ball or whatever? <laughs> gag, and a, gag, gag a gag ball in your mouth and you got spit coming down and this big hairy white dude. Yeah, I can't wait to experiment. <laughs> this big hairy white dude from the mask comes up behind you. He's going to butt fuck you. Yeah. And you're like, hey, you're supposed to be terrified. Like, I don't think he actually butt fucked him. Though. Yeah, he did. There's know. no goddamn doubt. Why do you think he had the, the thing in his mouth so he couldn't No, I mean scream? in the movie he did, but I don't think the actor actually butt fucked him. Well, I don't know what they did after the movie. <laughs> I'm just talking about in the movie, <laughs> do, and it makes you. You know what's weird is, you know, it just makes you feel disturbed. Yeah, that whole that, that whole scene makes you is sick. disturbing as shit. Yeah, it I makes don't know. You sick to watch. Yeah, it, you know, it's like the same thing in the butterfly effect. When you watch the butterfly effect in certain scenes, like you're just like, ooh, god, damn. It's like that whole scene just makes you feel queasy. Yeah, dude. That, that's... And it's not because of the butt fuck necessarily. It's just like it's rape. I mean, it's like rape in the middle of the goddamn day. Gimp comes out of the fucking treasure chest. Yeah, and it, like this fucking mani this goddamn leftover from Hellraiser walks up and come. Yeah, that dude, and the dude in the corner is like, yeah, get it. <laughs> He's like sweating, oh, turning off the corner. <laughs> it's just weird. I'm like, you know what? You know what? It feels like it feels like what goes on in like the trailers in the in between trailer spaces at a Leonard Skinner concert. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I didn't I didn't want to be here oh dude it's so it really dude it makes you sick just like like, it makes, like you ate bad chili and that's the only thing i know it, the movie is great overall it really is but for some reason every single time i think of pulp fiction i think of that scene yeah it, it just fucks me it's up disconcerting dude it throws you off yeah there's no doubt about that shit but 
I don't know, man. Like that, that scene was wild. And I'm glad that those guys at least got what was coming to them. And like, uh, cause he fucking samurai oh, swords their ass. I gotta say, every piece of Tarantino be on that powder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no he doubt. Do, Dude, there's no he doubt. Do, yeah. He'd be like that. Baby, baby's on Adderall late stage. He's like, definitely on that. If I ever got, if we ever get the interview, it's like, hey, man, you be on that powder. <laughs> <laughs> like, I do, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I love do. It. I bet he would. He probably tells like, yeah, well, I fuck. Of course I do. Why would you? <laughs> and then of course the classic fucking scene. This may be the most quotable movie of all time, by the way. But the class, dude, Samuel L. Jackson, I think that was his best moment of his entire career when he's standing up there. He's like, they're getting that. He's like, do you mind if I quench myself with your tasty refreshment? <laughs> <laughs> he drinks yeah. that motherfucker Sprite and he drinks it all the way to the end because you could hear it fucking run out. He's like, ah. he's like, and then, uh, uh, oh, fuck. He's like, that the, the whole uh, the English motherfucker, do you speak it? He's like, what? He's like, say one again. He's like, and I will strike down upon thee with great anger and furious vengeance. I love you. Yeah, I, so I, want, good. I want to learn the quotes from Samuel L. Jackson because everybody quotes them. Yeah. Like that, you know, and like when he said, he's like, any other day I'd be busting your ass up. <laughs> and he was talking to Tim Roth. I love, dude, I, and then the redemption arc for Samuel L. Jackson happens. And then obviously uh, John Travolta doesn't get out in time and, and gets shot out and dies. I, that, I, that's one thing I hate about the fucking movie. Well, I think it was the point being is that uh, Samuel L. Jackson knew when to get out. Like he knew that the time was over, yeah. that their time had passed and, and John Travolta like, Hey, you need to get the fuck out too. And he didn't listen. So he wound up getting shot and killed. I think it was like the idea I'm of like, totally. know when your time is over. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I might be reading more Maybe, into it, but no. Tarantino is like, dude, he's a smart fucking guy. And I feel like that was one of those things. It was like, it was the, the last, the last uh, ride of the Magnificent Seven. And then that was it. That makes a lot of sense, actually. No, that doesn't. I heard one guy. And I, he's the motherfucker that would quote the Magnificent Seven at yeah. Blockbuster because he used to work <laughs> there. Like One guy had a great point. It was on YouTube or something. They said that this whole movie is about respect. Like every character's story yeah. has to do with respecting somebody else. Like, like uh, when uh, Vincent Vega takes out Uma Thurman, yeah. he, out of respect for you know his boss or whatever and all that shit but no like dude i you can talk about this movie for it. fucking harvey Keitel, one of his greatest roles of all time oh, amazing that was harvey badass. that was great did you think quentin tarantino was a good actor in this movie look we talked about this the other day we were supposed to shoot on friday uh but i think that quentin tarantino's best role he's ever done as far as acting ability goes is dust till dawn yeah. I don't think he was bad in this. I just feel like he was an overworked director. <laughs> like he actually was just being himself. I feel like that's how Quentin Tarantino is at like eight thirty in the morning when you wake him up before he's had his coffee. That's true. Probably like, just dropping I, in he, words everywhere. Probably, yeah, he's probably just like mad. Yeah. He was like, "Do not have fucking Folgers." What's going on? <laughs> Uncaffeinated, you asshole. So my nice fucking. Tennis. What is it called? I don't drink oh, coffee. Uncaffeinated. What's that? Uh, decaffeinated. Decaffeinated. Yeah. yeah. But uh, dude, it's a classic movie. It's a ten out of ten for me. Uh, I don't know what else to really fucking say about. I it. would say it's a ten too uh, for me. But look, I think all of his movies are really tens. Yeah, I've never really watched one of his. Well, Reservoir Dogs is a little slower. Uh, it's a little. I love Reservoir Dogs. Don't get me wrong. It's really great. Uh, I've never seen Jackie Brown. I've never watched it. Awesome. I know everybody says it's it. Good. But I mean, if you look at like the Hateful Eight, fucking cute, great movie. It's long as fuck though. It's a, yeah. it's a slow build, but it's nine point five for me. But my favorite one, I think this is your favorite one too, is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's my favorite one. And I don't think, I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's the first time, I think, since Pulp Fiction that he reached that level. Like all of his movies are great. Yeah. Uh, what's the one with um, Jamie Foxx in it? Um, Django Unchained. Uh, that's, I, I just watched that again recently. It's not bad. It's still, it, I haven't felt the need to go back to see it again. So I don't know how I feel. About I feel like it, that's the, I'm not saying it's the weaker one, but it's, it's, it's not as high. Like you look at that and Glorious Bastards is really fucking high. You haven't seen the Kill Bills yet either, have you? Those are really fucking like I didn't think I'd have an interest in them. I forgot he did them. Once you watch them, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once you watch them, you're like, oh, this is Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm right there for it. But uh, they're both really fucking good. But I, I don't. I think it's for me. It's Pulp Fiction. For me, it's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and then a close second's Pulp Fiction. 
and then everything else. Well, obviously we're wrong because a lot of you are <clears throat> saying dead people storage. Um, he was it was amazing in Little Nicky. Uh, Little Nicky. I don't know. I oh no, his acting performances. I didn't know he was in Little. I Nicky. didn't. The only one. I, the only one I remember him like being in the majority of the movie and not just a cameo was Dust Till Dawn when he played Richie and he played it just right. Like I, he played it perfectly, and I almost feel like. God damn, man, you were born for that role. <laughs> you were just like, you're on it. Like, he's already got a foot what, fetish in real say? life, and he's weird. Just before about meeting your pussy, what'd you say? Because I would gladly do that for you. <laughs> I'll take my retainer out while I tell you. Uh, yeah, but I'm not, you know, obviously he's not. But yeah, it was great. And the, and the dynamic between him and uh, uh, George Clooney was awesome. Yeah. Robert Rodriguez directed that, though. I don't know. But Quentin Tarantino, I think he didn't say in an interview that he's not, he doesn't feel like he's an actor and he knows like he's shit. Or he doesn't really believe in his performance. But, dude, I'm telling you, he didn't have to act for Richie. Like, it was just fucking there. That's true. I think that was his best acting performance uh, of all time, too. But yeah, It's like, Jesus Christ, Seth, she shot me in the hand. <laughs> uh, what? Comment down below or in the chat, what's your all's favorite Quentin Tarantino movie? What's your least favorite Quentin Tarantino movie? I'm going to have to go with Django Unchained just because it's the only one. And I thought The Hateful Eight was probably was really good. It's but really I, long. I, yeah, I also still feel no need to go back and watch it. Like, I don't know. Like, if I want to watch Quentin Tarantino, I go to other movies. Because you just get the same feel from them. But I don't know. Maybe one day I will. But uh, Adam Wright. And by, by the way, fucking thank you so much, William, for fucking being a Patreon. Hey, awesome you. fucking dude. Awesome. Great fucking pick uh, for your Patreon pick. We fucking love you, man. Adam Wright says, hey, guys, love your videos. Definitely need more Slender Man and Leatherface. Keep it up. You guys rock. We will do more. For we show. will give for it show. to you, Jim. Courtney Reed. What's up, Courtney? He says, uh, can I get Mark Wahlberg discussing the Packers win? Yeah, I uh, fucking wait. First of all, Courtney, where the fuck were you on Scarefest? Where are you, Charles? We were waiting for you all day in this designated place behind the lockers. You never showed up. Cold as piss. You never showed up, but I still love you. Um, well, you know what happened is uh, uh, Ann Rogers came back from the COVID. He came, I haven't done this in a fucking while. I sound more like fucking Donnie than I do. You sound like you've been smoking a lot of cigarettes, Mark. <laughs> uh, yeah, motherfucking... Uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers came back from COVID. Uh, Russell Wilson came back. He had a hurt fucking finger, but nobody gave a shit. He made a fucking video about it on on, on goddamn Twitter. They're like, you hurt your fucking fingers. Quit being a pussy. Get out there on the fucking football field and show us what you can fucking do. And Rodgers didn't have that good of a game. Everybody shit on him saying they should go, go join love. But you know what? Packers win 17 nothing. That fucking defense is fucking top notch. Don't you fuck with that defense. I'd finger that fucking defense on a fucking roller coaster any day of the fucking week. Let me tell you that, Mike McCarthy. Would it taste like COVID? Yeah, I would. I'd fucking smell <laughs> it. It tastes like COVID, I don't give Aaron. I shit if he's fucking vaccinated or not. <laughs> it tastes like COVID? Uh, do uh, they win? 17 to 17 nothing, yeah. Fucking Who'd they play? Uh, Seahawks oh. of uh, Milwaukee. Uh -huh. <laughs> Milwaukee, meaning the, the good land. The Milwaukee uh, Seahawkatons. Dirk uh, Hall says Mark Wahlberg is a Patriots fan, you fucking loser. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> Yeah, he loves his, some, some fucking Tom Brady. <laughs> he loves Boston. I know he does love Tom Brady. Oh, yeah, he does. Uh, Sister Monitor says, put some respect on Death Proof. I know, Death Proof was, was really good. Yeah. Kurt Russell's fucking amazing in those movies. Um, foot fetish throughout. Always foot fetish. Always the foot fetish. And Mar Margot Robbie's feet and once put on the Hollywood fucking gross. I liked it. Dude, they're like all it. dirty and shit. You know they smell like toe jam. <laughs> I'd suck them. <laughs> God damn. I'd suck them. Dude, you're going to get like fucking staph infection. Everybody's feet was dirty. Back no, then, but dude, dude, she's why I know, but no, if you I saw think... those dirty ass feet, she's hot as shit. And you looked at her face and it went down all the way to her feet. You're like, oh, fuck. You know she's got goddamn athletes for <laughs> Jake Messman, thanks, man. He says, I almost pooped when I saw Chris Nelson pop up and kill Bill. Watched it for the first time a few months ago. Yeah, he did the special effects in that movie, dude. You guys don't even know. Fucking look at Christopher Nelson's goddamn filmography. This shit's fucking he insane. Was in kill Bill? Uh, I guess he popped up. Oh, I don't remember. Whatever. But... He's just like so nonchalant about it. He doesn't bring it up. Yeah, like thanks for the invite, dude. Can you hook us up with Quentin Tarantino interview? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh shit. Iron Banner says say goodbye to Aaron Rodgers after this season. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, he's in some deep shit. He's in some deep duty. Um, but yeah, so uh, okay. The last thing that we have to talk about on this fucking evening <clears throat> uh, is um, no time to die. We haven't talked about this movie fucking at all. We're late as shit seeing it. Yeah. Um, and I, it, I loved it, man. Thankfully, Jay rented it. Yeah. It's with the twenty dollars. I rented it, and I just sold actually password. it wasn't. I didn't want to. But my brother was like, dude, can you please rent it? Can you please, bro? I'm like, are you going to – he's like, I'll, I'll give you half. I was like, $10 to him means like 10 pesos. It never happens. It's all bullshit. It's under the fucking radar. Uh, but no, I rented it. And uh, I got to be honest, I I, was, I wasn't I was going to watch it because I knew that he wanted to watch it, my brother, and then Mike was going to watch it. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I watched it, dude. I got I cried. I, I didn't think I would. My brother was a uh, group messaging us and said he cried. Spoilers, at it. by the way. We're gonna yeah, spoil yeah. the shit out of this. But yeah, dude, I fucking cried. I mean, goddamn, James Bond dies. <laughs> he dies. They kill him on an island. But there was something about it, dude. It was like the finality of, like, uh, to me, I felt like I was watching something uh, similar to Logan, like the way that Logan was. Uh, it was like the hero's journey, and then James Bond made the only move that James Bond could make to ensure the survival of everybody else, even if it meant his sacrifice. And I loved it. Creed came on. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it was it was Mother really and, and and it's and it's got the action in it. Like the very first uh, twenty five minutes of it, it's like pure action. So it's got that. It's a little slow in certain spots, but dude, as far as a wrap up, I got you, they sent out. I think they sent Daniel Craig out on a great uh, ending. I think and you know um, Mike and Cody and myself had a little you know three way debate on, on the text messages. I gotta I gotta go with Cody though. Uh, if you're gonna end. The James Bond, Daniel Craig era, that's the way to do it. I mean, of course, it would be cool for him to walk off and do, like, you know, he survived or whatever, but he never wanted to come back ever again. And that was it. That he's done. Just like uh, Hugh Jackman wanted to end the character of Wolverine. Mm-hmm. So it's over. Oh. Will allow me to retort. Tell me some more. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hated the ending of this goddamn movie. You are a piece of piece. I fucking hated this movie so much. Not the movie. Like, okay, the yeah. movie itself was fucking great. But... I actually, like, the first time I watched it, dude, it got to that ending, and, like, and you motherfucker, you had it spoiled for you before you watched it, and I, and I, no, I, I, I remember sitting here that fucking day, you were telling me, like, fuck, Cody ruined the ending for me, and I was like, don't tell me, don't tell me, and you were like, say, we're talking about how it made him cry, and I was like, I was sitting, I wasn't looking at you, because I didn't want to fucking, I was sitting here on my phone doing this, and I was like, I don't know why it made him cry, I mean, it's not like they're gonna kill James Bond. I'm glad you didn't make eye contact. And Yeah, I know, I felt your fucking silence, and I was like, I'm not gonna look at him right now. I'm not gonna fucking look. You know, I, I did. I thought we were breaking up. I was looking away, like, dude. But I watched it, and then I'm loving the fucking movie. Like, I'm loving the shit out of the entire movie so much. And I get to that part, and he's like, she, she's like, he has your eyes, James. He's like, I know. Yeah, I know. And that, those fucking missiles come down. Like, dude, pull out a shield or something. Like, stop. Like, this can't fucking get happen. the Magneto shield. And <laughs> already knowing that it made you guys fucking cry when the missiles came down, and he's talking to her. I'm like, yeah. You can't fucking kill James Bond, dude. Like, you cannot kill James Bond. No one's ever done it before in any of the fucking James Bond movies. Yeah. It's not the way these movies fucking work. Like, they just don't do that. You just don't do well, that. You don't do it. I, well, I think what happened is is I think that they were having a hard time getting Daniel Craig back in, in an agreement at all to come back after Spectre. And they probably did the Harrison Ford promise. Like, listen, we'll carry, kill your character off so there's no possible way that they're going to ever, like, sneak you back onto the set as James Bond. He didn't want to do the Sean Connery well, thing. Well, it's not like they can, like, it's, well, no, it's but, not like they can saw him in his sleep and, like, pick him up with a pig no, mask and make him. It doesn't matter. Him. To him, he was like, I'm done. I don't want to do it anymore. I want it to end on the way I want it to end. Like, I feel like 
the, the way, of course, I don't believe this. Someone said they had the ending planned out from Casino Royale. I don't believe that at all. Like, I read that somewhere. No, because Spectre was supposed to be the yeah. last movie for Well, him. yeah, and the way that Spectre ended, I was like, all right, well, that's weird, because that was supposed to be his last movie, and he just walks away, and then he disappears. And you're like, well, that's, like, he just wouldn't disappear. Just, I'm, that's the ending I want. But, I mean, it's too, it leaves too many questions in the air. I think what Daniel Craig was saying is, like, the hero's journey from where he started, he wasn't even double O in Casino Royale. Mm -hmm. And he goes from being immature and not really knowing how to handle his uh, secret, not secret, his MI6 status to where he is as the ultimate hero. Mm -hmm. And then he makes the ultimate sacrifice. It sucks and it's fucking, and it never has been done before. But again, maybe he didn't want to be a running joke like Roger Moore or some like fucking uh, uh, Sean, not that Sean Connery was a, a running joke, but I'm just saying Sean Connery came back and did like eight films. Well, what I'm saying though, I don't, I don't, I don't have any problem with him ending Daniel Craig's storyline. Like, yeah. they should have. He was done, so they should have ended it. Yeah. But my, my whole take, the reason that they shouldn't kill him is, A, you've never killed Bond off before. It's like, in, in 25, 26 movies now, you've just never done that before. You've moved seamlessly be between uh, uh, Roger Moore. Fuck Roger Moore, but you've moved seamlessly. You fucked him? I, no, I did fuck <laughs> With him. this clown makeup? No, I fucking hate Roger Moore. <laughs> I know, but he's Between Sean Connery, between Timothy Dalton, between all these guys, Pierce Brosnan, you've always moved seamlessly between them, and you've never had to kill him off for like street cred or some shit. Like I, and, and <laughs> they were trying to impress the lords. Street cred for like, I know you for wow that. factor. Yeah. Like get people talking and shit like that. I feel like that was what it's for. And not just that, but what really pisses me off about the character is I, I get it. Like they should, he should have had a definite definitive ending because yeah. like, like I think Cody said this, uh, it's okay because Daniel Craig deserved his story to have a beginning and an end. Yeah. And I totally agree with that. That's absolutely true. But what pisses me off is that he went through fucking hell in these movies. Like, he went through hell. Yeah. Uh, I think he, he got his nuts fucking hit with a rock. He pretty much yeah. said that he had a fucking guy undercover. He said, Don't tell me about like, Quantum. I haven't seen Quantum. Uh, okay, well, I don't think... But he said, you know, women he's been through hell. Like, yeah. He's been through everything. And at the end of the movie, okay, I would have just liked to see him... <laughs> I would have liked to have seen him get to walk off into the sunset yeah. with his wife and his child. And even fake his death, maybe fake his death and some sort of have him fake his death. Yeah, you can make it final so that he can never come back as James Bond, and then you just move on another way. You don't have to kill him off. The saddest thing about it is after all this shit that he went through, this whole hero's journey, there was no fucking end of the rainbow for him. He just fucking he gets to be happy for thirty seconds and then he dies. Yeah, thank God he doesn't have to fake child support. It makes all this plot. You know what? He's like, I got to know her for five seconds and I don't have to fake child support. I thought of this the whole time. Once I knew he was gonna die and I watched it the second time, I thought of it the whole time because remember he's like, he's like, uh, they're like, you gotta get out of there. He's like, no, I'm good. He's like, I'm good. He, and he like. He's casually like turned the shields back off and he's just like chilling. I was like, that motherfucker so badly doesn't want to be a dad that he's just gonna. That's die. what I'm saying. Like he was like, fuck this. That's like that was like Mario Povich. Like you are the father. He's like, guess what? I got a backdoor, bitch. Uh, but no, listen. Here's the thing. I just wanted to have a happy ending. I know, but that's not. I feel like the. I feel like okay, but the first that's never been done before. And they, these were all connected stories. That's never been done. Five movies that are all connected, right. beginning from Casino to the end. Yeah. That's never been done. So it's one story. Yeah. That's it. And I think that the idea behind this particular version of James Bond is that Daniel Craig's James Bond was supposed to be the tragic hero that never got to keep the happy ending. Bull, uh, uh, Blofeld says the same thing pretty much to the extent that, that what a pair they make at the very uh, at, in, in this movie, that they both are, are tragic heroes in their own you know, respect. He goes, I broke you. I took you down. I made you turn against the one person that you it's, love. He goes, it's mint gems. <laughs> the author yeah. of audio pen. Do you like Mintos? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, but I feel like the idea behind Daniel Craig's James Bond is that there was never going to be a happy ending. He always got close to it. If you remember, every movie 
his fucking bitch got killed. Or <laughs> like, yeah. he had some problem every movie. Yeah. So he was already destined to be tragic. And the, but the but the way I like to look at it is that he did get the hero send off because he sacrificed his life not only just to save the one he loved, but he also saved the world. In in the and, and that's the way that James Bond if you go out like a badass motherfucker. <laughs> go out and you know uh, okay for example it's the same thing which they could have done this but I I feel like it would have cheapened it in the Dark Knight Rises when when Batman goes off and stops the nuclear bomb and he and he blows up and he and you think he's dead yeah but 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 he's not but I feel like it's still cheap. I feel like it's a cheap thing. I mean, if 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 you first of all, I didn't like the whole Robin ending, but if that was the way they were going to end it, and like a new generation was going to take over, fine, I'll be like, all right, cool. The Robin Robin thing went nowhere, so it was kind of dumb. But yeah. like Michael Caine seeing him at a dinner, yeah, it was exactly what I'm talking about because a he gets to walk off into the sunset, he gets a happy ending, but he's no longer Batman. They could have done that exact same thing I, with James. I Ball. feel like I feel like what they I feel like what the director was thinking of, and I think that the 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 the, uh, the the movie runners were thinking, and maybe even Daniel Craig himself was like, they're not going to let me go. As far as like fans of the James Bond, the Daniel Craig, the only definitive way for me to really you know give my my impact statement or something like what you know I, yeah. is I have to die. That's fair. That's a good. Point. Because here's the thing: if you knew that he was still alive, and they wanted to move in a different direction, you're always going to compare. It's like Hugh Jackman. Is Hugh Jackman going to play Wolverine? Yeah, again? and again, I thought, but they're doing it with Hugh could, Jackman right now. They think we don't know. Well, no, they, people are asking for him. Yeah, but, I, but well, the, Patrick Stewart came out when Logan was done. He's like, it was such a beautiful story, and it was told in such a great way, and it wrapped up everything. There's no need to even go back and touch the, those characters again, as far as like his version of uh, P- Professor X and Hugh Jackman's Logan. Yeah, because that's the thing. They could have ended Logan where he went, you know, he disappeared and went off with his daughter and raised her. But that would have yeah. been it would have taken away from the hero's journey. No, I think Logan should have died. Well, I'm but I, I feel like Daniel Craig's James Bond, I feel like it makes sense that he died. I think I would have loved that. Yes, obviously I want the happy ending too. But I mean, at the same time, I get what they were going for. Those tragedies are I like, get what they're going for. I just don't, I don't there was an out. There was an out. I don't know. There was an out, but fuck it. Agree, disagree. But but like, I overall the movie's great. The movie is great overall. It's actually action-packed from beginning to end. It's not as stylish. Uh, Skyfall or Casino Royale? No. Uh, oh, it's not. I'll say it's not. It's not as brash as Casino Royale. It's not as stylish as Skyfall, which are the two best Bond movies uh-huh. in this in this storyline. Uh, but it is. It's very fucking seamless. It's Spectre. I like Spectre fine. Well, uh, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said he just didn't look like he was wanting to be in it. Yeah, and well, it was he. It was boring. Like Spectre was kind of boring. And like it was, it you know, never had story, that, the story was pretty good. The story was good, but it never had that bite that the other James yeah. Bond movies had. And this this was right up there. Like it was action packed, those, but it wasn't as polished. Mm-hmm. Did you see the fucking when they took that that pod down or whatever, and then it parked in the, in the building? Mm-hmm. That shit looked dude. It looked almost as bad as Escape from L.A. with the CGI when I he pulls up in that fucking X jet or whatever. Oh yeah, the yeah. CGI was awful, and you just don't see that in these Bond movies. I they never make that forever mistake. when he goes down the little shoot. That's yeah. Like, oh, that's <laughs> yeah. another bad one yeah. too. That they're almost both as bad. But there was there were some mistakes made in this movie, like with the stylishness of it, with the cinematography and stuff like that, that you don't usually fucking see. Mm. But I was fine with it because the movie was really fun from beginning to end. Like it was action packed. Well, like, like here's the thing: if you guys are a big fan of uh, the Daniel Craig James Bonds, don't cheat yourself. Watch the movie. I mean, I think it's worth twenty bucks if you can rent it. If you yeah. get if you got the money, if you got a little spare change, I mean, I think you should rent it. I'll just give you all Jay's Amazon password. No, you won't. I changed it already. <laughs> it's called Dix three three four is my password. <laughs> Shit, I gave it away. Uh, but no, um, it really is worth the money. It's worth. I think it's worth twenty. I love cock hashtag nine. It really is. Well, I, it's hashtag seven. Uh, uh, that's how many I can fit in my mouth. Uh, but no, <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah, but it is worth the twenty bucks. I think. 
I mean, I, I think if you're not a fan of James Bond, then you, you don't watch it at all. If you've not seen any of the Daniel Craig's, then who gives a fuck what we're talking about? But if you're a fan of James Bond, as far as a James Bond movie, though, it's solid as fuck. Yeah, it's a solid James Bond movie. It, it really is. Did you like Rami, Ma- Rami Malek? I did. Guy? I thought he was fucking weird. I thought he was, yeah, it was weird. He fucking creeped me. I was like, stop touching the little you know girl, what, dude. You he kept what? like rubbing her hair. I was like, yeah. stop touching like, her. Is that Joe Biden's assistant? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know who I really think he could have played when he was doing that creepy thing? Do you imagine if he was in Joker makeup? I could see it a little bit. I, I didn't love him as a bad guy, though. Like, I thought he was all right. To me, the best bad guy still in this franchise, or in this, uh, in the, the Daniel Craig verse, is no doubt Javier Bardem. Barto, or however you say it. Yeah. When he took out his fucking teeth, and <laughs> he's like, look upon the world. He was great. Mads Mikkelsen was great. Oh, yeah, you know, maybe he's the best one. Mads Mikkelsen was fucking well, awesome. yeah, That movie was just incredible. The whole casino thing where yeah. they're sitting there playing poker with each other and he's bleeding tears. That last scene, uh, by the way, there's threads throughout this entire movie that are the right kind of Easter eggs for the entire Bond franchise. Like that ending, dude, there was, there was multiple uh, nods. I felt like to Goldeneye when he grabs the rope and he jumps off the bridge. Uh, yeah, that scared me. Like- my, my dick tightened. Up. <laughs> when he jumped, Cause I had it on the screen. It was like, it was like you know, you like, when you see like cliffhanger, dude, yeah. I, I, I get the tickle in my wiener every time I watch cliffhanger. <laughs> my butthole feels weird. Like, it's But it had, when he's walking down the tunnel and he turns and shoots, it's that it's yeah. that circle thing. There's tiny little Easter eggs, and there's another one where he throws himself down the steps. That guy jumps on his back when he reaches the control room. He throws himself on his back down the steps. That was from Casino Royale, I felt yeah. like. There was a lot of nods to the other movies, but uh, I think uh, Matt Mickelson's the best. I think he may be, yeah. It's well, no, but he's not, but he's not as threatening. He's more of like the the guy that just Miss Battery just died. Oh my god, why? Camera's on you. Oh, God damn, it was nice to see y'all. Let me tell you something next Saturday night. <laughs> I'm coming with the thunder and the lightning. You think that Hulk Hogan can hold the title? Can't hold his own balls because they're so old. No, it's like, yeah, that's not going to make it to air. Can you do another promo? And I don't know if you're trying to do Macho Man, but it's a ripoff. Um, what the fuck? Why is it? The camera zoomed in on like, hey, look, a big black dick. <laughs> uh, hang on, oh. it's not this. It's a. Oh, it's this one. It's on this. Look. Why is this? It's on this one. Oh, all of a sudden that one decided to work. Oh. <laughs> Why the fuck is that doing that? That was weird. Hang on. God, my stomach. It's heartburn. There, it's back. Oh. We lost like 40 viewers, but that's okay. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. It's dream. Whoa. 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 All right. Yeah. So, I think overall, um, it's a great movie. Yeah, it was. Mads Mikkelsen might be, but then again, like I said, Mads Mikkelsen, he's kind of the pussy in the, in the, because he's not really, remember when that dude breaks in and he's choking the shit out of his girlfriend and he's like, he did not even protest. Maybe <laughs> find someone else. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking awesome, dude. But what do you okay? What do you rate? What do you rate? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm giving it like I'm gonna give it a nine because I mean, for me, it would be Casino Royale is a ten, Sky Skyfall is a ten, and this one's a nine. I'm gonna go eight. But, I, but again, I'll be honest, I haven't seen Quantum. You gotta watch that shit. I know, but I don't know if it'll be that high though. It probably won't be that high, but it's a really good action movie. Yeah. Uh, just a solid action. Is it better movie. than Spectre? Uh, yes. 
for me it is uh, for me it is i give it an 8.5 just because i fucking hate that they killed him but it was a great movie up to that point uh let us get to some super chats and then there's some news that just came out which is another reason why we decided to do the streams like this is because we could be here when breaking news happens that has happened jay oh, the news has come from asunder uh from the temples of the majesty's island it has <laughs> sunken into our depths uh anthony stamp says sorry i'm late uh work's sorry, been really anthony. fucking us over are you guys excited for the No Way Home trailer tomorrow? We talked about that a little bit. Excited for it, but kind of annoyed at all the fucking have dads. Speculation going, going yeah, on, yeah. For sure, man. Um, but I mean, yeah, we're going to watch it. Oh, yeah. Foxhound. Thank you, my friend. We appreciate that. That's nice when I like your Metal Gear Solid picture in your face. You're that asshole. <laughs> I didn't know the camera was watching. I just saw it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit thanks man um uh ethan taylor says before you guys go can i get a shout out for my wonderful life olivia there's a um song by matt matt uh, skiba and the secrets called olivia you should listen to it she has her first boxing class today and is super nervous even though she doesn't need to be uh hoping a funny shout out will help you're gonna be all right olivia okay just go for the nuts yeah <laughs> just punch him in the nuts fuck, you go in there and you fucking or if it's against another girl punch him in the vagina hit him in the tit hit the fallopian tube yeah go right in there and hit him in the tit i, I box give him the old dick twist <laughs> <laughs> she's fucking but you'll have those big ass boxing gloves on grab his dick and twist it <laughs> yeah when you go in there literally just fuck it if you go like even though you're not going to be sparring or fighting anybody the first rule of a boxing class is you go up to the biggest girl there and you punch her in the titty. That's it. <laughs> With both. Actually, punch her in both titties. Just walk up and power punch her in the titty. You got to do, you gotta do them rabbit punches. When you get it, like, <laughs> cover up like you're hugging and go, fucking bitch. <laughs> you find a big girl big tits. And hey. You, you roundhouse. Hey. I'm going to box those things like Sugar Ray Little. Olivia, grab her. And when you got her, like, when you're, like, you know, you know you're, like, locked up and the ref's before, he's yeah. like, hey, I saw your husband fucking cheating on me. <laughs> and then she'll be like, huh? And then as soon as she backs up, she goes, huh? Fucking up, bitch. <laughs> Aim for her snaggle tooth. <laughs> Aim for her whispering eye. Uh, no, seriously. It means vagina. <laughs> uh, enjoy, enjoy the boxing class. You're learning to protect yourself. That's cool. Which is what you're going to need in these streets. Okay? Trust me. Me and Mike would look like Polly from Rocky getting in there doing boxing classes. <laughs> People try to put their finger in my butt. Like he would be like knocked down after the first 20 seconds. Like, can I have a job? <laughs> Kevin Williams says, Halloween came back and did a sequel to Resurrection. Would you want the actress that played Sarah to come back? <laughs> no. What is it now? He said, if Halloween came back and did a sequel to Resurrection, would you want the actress that played Sarah to come Hell back? Hell no. I don't want anybody <laughs> from that fucking movie coming back. <laughs> Nobody except no, Mike. I, maybe the kid from Rookie of the Year so he can fucking die and, and, and bust us so he okay. can die. Yeah, no, dude. Nobody like. Let's put it away. Put put that fucking put the, bad, bad, bad anyway, baby. Halloween, put it in the bed. Halloween resurrection is like finding your mom's used like vibrator in a drawer, and you're like, oh god, I never want to see that again. <laughs> <It really laughs> so, I'm drinking from an empty cup of coffee. God damn it, Foxtown, thank you very much again, my friend. Uh, very much appreciate you. Uh, Bat Seal says, can Jay do Slenderman singing downward down Easter Alexa? He will never stop. Bat Seal, I I tried to listen to that yesterday. <clears throat> Amid on the down east Alexa <laughs> and the cruising through wide open seas. It's like, tell me why me is trolling Atlantis and those fuck <laughs> man. I, I feel so bad. That was good. You know, you got it. No, it's not the song because I, I made up some words to go because I, I didn't know. Tell me why me is trolling Atlantis. And those red buckets fuck me in the asshole. 
me have a family me have children to pay off god damn dude i'm sorry <laughs> i've got to really work on that anthony stamp says can dr loomis say michael it's the middle of november what the hell are you still doing here get your ass back home yeah michael it's the middle of november what are you doing here trying to grow your wiener get your ass back home you goddamn idiot icicle <laughs> It is cold here. Is it cold where you guys are? It's fucking cold here. It is cold here. It's colder than my titties. Colder than a witch's tit and a brass bra. That's what I meant to say. We, we, I, meant to say. Mm. I got confused with the lingo. Uh, hang on, man. Hang on. I'm trying to find this shit. By the way, dude, I Bat Seal, I'm don't you dare contact Batman because your name is Bat Seal. <laughs> I'm going to fix. I'm going to make it cool with Dale Easter Alexa. We need it. I think you did. I think you did. I don't. I feel no, dude. I didn't because he's got, he's probably a huge fan of Billy Joel and he probably listens to Dale Easter Alexa every morning and he's like, you just fucked it up. <laughs> listen, listen. We need like we need like a fucking thing to do when like breaking news happens while we're filming. Like, we go. Sports Center. Breaking news. I don't know, like a fucking EA. It's in the fucking game. <laughs> yeah, that's the low budget I'm looking for. Breaking news. Come down, get your breaking news now. Hey, fuck your shoe now. Wanna have sex with my grandpa? That sounds great. Oh, sorry, that was a personal no, song. We just do this. We'll do like this. <laughs> no. There's like, hey, from the mountaintop. The fires have been lit. <laughs> and now the yak. All right. Uh, I'm going to share my screen with cheese again. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Damn, Vanessa said it's 80 degrees in Fort Worth. Holy shit. Um, well, why don't you brag about it? Don't look at it yet. Oh, damn, dude. Don't look it. at it yet. I saw the title. God damn it. I saw the title. Fuck. Pumpkinhead, Paramount players conjuring a remake of Stan Winston's classic. Ooh. They're remaking fucking uh, Pumpkinhead. Kind of scared because if they go CG route with that, it's going to be trash. Let's see what they say about it. It's so tiny, I can't read it. Every horror fan knows this comes from uh, Brad Miska, Bloody Disgusting, by the way. Uh, I can read it. I'm closer. Okay, read it. Every horror fan knows Paramount Pictures, but Paramount <coughs> Players is quietly building out quite the horror library. They were not only behind last year's spell, who didn't see that, but also this October's Paranormal Activity, the next of Kian, decent, and are also in production on several horror films from Orphan, First Kill, to the Pet Cemetery prequel, Something is Wrong with Rose, Cur Rose and Curfew. That's weird. I didn't even know about that. I didn't know about that either. What the fuck? Well, I knew they were doing it, but I didn't know they had a name. Something's it. Wrong with Rose and Curfew? What the shit is that? That's the name of the prequel? Did you reading it right? No, dude. It, to the Pet Cemetery prequel, something's wrong with Rose and Curfew. <laughs> no, 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 no. You are reading it wrong. What? To the set to the pet oh, to the set cemetery. I thought that was the name of the goddamn prequel. <laughs> no, the prequel's called Something's Wrong with Wrong with Rose, and then another movie oh, called and, Curfew. It's like, well, is he, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I thought her son was named Curfew. I was like, holy shit, you fucking hated him. Uh, okay, so anyway, it's kind of stupid. The production label is looking hard into developing existing intellectual properties, which is why they're conjuring up a remake of Pumpkinhead, Bloody Disgusting Learn exclusively. Okay, so Lance Henriksen starred in the original Stan Winston directed 88 creature film as Ed Harley. Grieving Father conjures up the titular monster in an effort to kill those who took his young titty monster. Huh? Titty monster. Titular monster. Yeah. It sounds like you said titty monster. Titty monster. Yeah, he did have a little tits. I liked it. Uh, to kill those who took his young son from home. Uh, we hear a script because you know, they highlight it. We hear a script is completed and that production is ramping up, hoping to have a director news. So they don't have a director yet. 
So the script is pretty much done. Or it's done. And then the production's right, but they don't have hoping to have a director news in the coming months. Yeah. A few years back, Peter Block was announced to be producing the new film from a screenplay by Nate Atkins. Don't know who that is. The franchise spawned three sequels. They all suck. The 94 Pumpkinhead, two Blood Wings, as well as the made-for-TV follow-ups, Pumpkinhead, Ashes to Ashes, and Pumpkinhead, Blood Feud. I think Ashes to Ashes was the one with uh, Doug Bradley. It's fucking awful, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pumpkinhead was also uh, turned into a comic book and an even poorly received video game. Oh, what? Uh, yeah, uh, Pumpkinhead, Blood Wings. Y'all like fucking game? It kind of looked like that Action. goddamn Batman Forever video game. I didn't game. know that shit. Yeah, that so, is. all right, so that's interesting. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. It's one bad. of those movies you could fuck up. Yeah, real quick. Well, and here's the thing: the thing that makes me nervous is I we like next to kid paranormal activity, but they didn't market that for fuck. Well, apparently we 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 got paid to say all that. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I read the comments. Like, like that movie, but they didn't. They, dude, they didn't market it. They did not. They let that movie die. Like they purposely yeah. dipped that fucking nougat into some chocolate that was bad. It's all, and nasty. they let it fucking die. So uh, if that's the way you're going to treat your property, then it makes me actually worry that they're gonna, they're going to be the people that are going to be remaking goddamn Pumpkinhead because, like you said. If they don't go in and do it right with the fucking practical that's effects, that you got to do it. I wonder if Chris Nelson be interested. I, I hope. I mean, That'd he did a great cool. job with uh, with Fear Street and stuff like that. So yeah. I mean, you know, I, I would imagine that if he gets uh, a chance to do it, he'd be awesome. The thing yeah. is, Stan Winston not only did the effects for that, but directed that movie, and it's fucking classic for a reason. I love that movie to death. I watch it every October, and I watch it sometimes when I'm pooping. It's just one of those movies that you watch all the time, and I love it. I watch and Lance it Henderson. I, I know. Okay, I love him. I see your little peephole. Uh, but Lance Henderson was also amazing as the anti. He was an antihero in that because he yeah. was. He, but you understand him. Like he was able to convey that he emotion. Was more of a but you understood it. Yeah, he's like yeah. you killed his son, and you didn't give a fuck, and yeah. now he's gonna get revenge. But. If you go into a scene, if I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna fuck. If you, hey, keep talking to me like that. I'll take you in the back and fuck you. You promise? <laughs> uh, but if you go into the CG effects where it's like he, you know, obviously the technology has advanced since when it came out. Like you can do it where he's like running around, he's climbing on walls and doing. It. It's gonna look stupid as shit. Yeah. But you can mix the two if they do it right because there's a way to do CG and make it look good and then mix it with practical effects. Yeah, I just don't. I, I agree with you, dude. I do not want to. I don't think they should touch it. But then again, I. I is it, it does, here's the thing here's a question for you guys does pumpkin dead need an update i don't know man it's still pretty classic the way that it is i i, I don't know like honestly when you go back and you watch it today it's like it you you're fucking taken aback it by how great. good it looks yeah and, and it's all and the whole acting across the board is good that's a movie that i think could maybe benefit from if they did like if they had a longer cut in the bank or something like 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 sylvester Stallone did with rocky versus drago yeah. if they had more on the cutting room floor if they took that and really updated it to 4k and added some shit did a director's cut Pumpkinhead's the kind of movie and then you could re-release it in theaters yeah. to tell these fucking kids that don't know their ass from their elbow today hey you guys want to see a real creature feature go watch some fucking pumpkin well, it's one of those like well yeah I, i'll let you guys decide in personal opinion i don't think it needs to be touched I think it's good the way that it is. I don't think it, it there's certain movies that you look at and you're like, yeah, that needs a remake. Like I can see why they would want to update that. Like something like Black Christmas. You look at that and you're like, yeah, it kind of seems kind of cheeky and corny and the way that it was shot. I update that. But something like Pumpkinhead, something like The Exorcist, I don't know, man. I just feel like those movies that are so classic and so perfectly done that there's no point in going back and fucking with them. But could be wrong. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't I don't see the point in Pumpkinhead. Uh, look, I'm not saying that it and it also, it's going to depend on the director. Like, you got to get the right director first. Like, someone said Del Toro. He would be good. Gilmaro Del Toro is a great... He, he, he's got a good eye for that. Oh, okay. I got really confused. I was like, they can't see us, but they can't. Pan's Labyrinth. If you look at that, Pan's Labyrinth, he's... Gilmaro Del Toro is, like, one of those guys... Uh, Gilmaro Del Toro? He's one of those dudes that really understands creature features. Dude, you should see Antlers. 
he, he, just, he just exactly produced it because he's getting lazy. But he only exactly produced it, but dude, fucking good creature. Well, and I, you know, him and uh, and I, I'd even, I swear to God, dude, I even take Peter Jackson. He did Dead Alive and shit like that. Peter Jackson knows how to tell those kind of stories. I don't want any director that's going to come in there and be all cutesy with him. Like, I'm going to add some, like, really bad actors, and I'm going to add, like, some college humor and then just make him a big, fat, fucking CGI floating monster. Yeah. But no. Paramount, if it's going to Paramount Plus, man, it only said Paramount Players. Uh, it just it just said Paramount Players. So, I don't know. If if this is something they're just going to throw on Paramount Plus, they're not going to put the heart and soul into Well, I mean, I don't know. Par- uh, we like Paranormal Activity, and that was a Paramount Plus exclusive. Right, but they fucking dicked it. They did. They did. They did it hot. by not by yeah, but not like advertising it. Yeah, yeah. But so. I mean, I'm I, I'm gonna I'm not gonna hold my breath that it's gonna be good. But I could yeah. be wrong. We'll I was I didn't think next of kin was I was gonna enjoy it, but I did. Yeah, so. that's true. Like I just yeah, it, it all comes down to what the monster fucking like more like like what we said about Halloween Kills. The movie might have had a thousand problems with it, sure. But at the end of the day. It, it, Mike, they got Michael right. How they much, got the monster right. right. And I feel like Pumpkinhead could be the same thing. But just like some of the Michael Myers movies of old, Halloween 4 has like the greatest atmosphere of any Halloween movie in it. It's got a lot of great stuff in it, but Michael looked like shit. So a lot yep. of people, that movie has never reached the, uh, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? God damn, come on, give it to me. Give it to me. Potential. Yeah. Uh, keyword. But I was thinking By the way, did you, did you know um, Halloween 4? What? You know about Halloween 4? Yeah. Do you know if the mask looked good? Do you know how revered that movie would have been? Dude, I didn't know this. Do you know that the reason why it looked like those that was actually the the Kirk mold, but they didn't have time yeah. to fucking fix it, so it looked like shit. Yeah, they just they had that. They they put eyebrows on it. Yeah, but it was the actual mold, and if they'd had more time, they would have actually made it look like the first original, like the box cover. Would change the whole goddamn movie. Yeah. Now we love Halloween Four, but overall, most people garbage. look at it as a shitty movie. Yeah, Commander yeah. Data from Star Trek. Man, if they just made and that that's the thing with this, Halloween Kills got Michael right. If Pumpkinhead gets Pumpkinhead right, then uh, you're you're on the ra- but so many movies don't take the time to do that. They're probably not going to do practical I, effects with. I it. think the only way that it works, the obviously they say the script is done. Hopefully, it's by people that really appreciate it and respected the material, so they do it right. And then you got to get a director that actually understands what they were going for, what yeah. Stan Winston was going for, and gets the character of Pumpkinhead and what the whole the whole thing is about vengeance and and obviously but it's about going too far to get your vengeance so if he understands that but here's the thing i don't know if it's more expensive to do practical effects i think it's more expensive nowadays versus just putting on your computer and doing cgi no clue no i would imagine that cgi because it's so accessible anybody you could just get out you could do a cg we could do cgi right now with fucking youtube creator studio well so I don't know, but if, so if, if, lunch. if Paramount Plus is like, yeah, we're not going to put the money in to make like the big creatures and the models and stuff like that. We'll just go ahead and get fucking Sony Studios and say, make some CG shit. I say go the route that they went with this one. Let the guy who does the practical effects, Stan Winston, in that mm-hmm. case. Uh, Stan let, Winston's dead. No, I know. I'm saying, but I'm saying oh. they let the guy who made the monster <laughs> direct the movie. And I think whoever they get, yeah. if they really want to go for it, say if they got Christopher Nelson, the I don't directed? know if he'd be in a direct, interested in directing. I don't know. But hey, man, like, you know, whoever they get to make the monster, get somebody who can direct as well. Yeah. Because the most important thing about Pumpkinhead is do you believe it when you see it? And when even, even going back to watch Pumpkinhead today, when I see him, I fucking believe it. I would go, honestly, I would go with the guy that did um, the. We just we just watched it uh, a couple of months ago. The director for um, uh, 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 Big Pony. Black Cox Three. Yeah, that was a good one. The cinematography <laughs> was great. I could really see the cum coming out. Uh, no, uh, Pony Smasher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who did Lights Out. Yeah, that was a long time. I'm not talking about that one, but I'm, but I'm talking about the one with uh, Andy uh, Mudacek. 
Uh, son. Son. The director. He didn't direct that. No, he didn't. I'm saying oh, the director yeah, yeah, of that could do job. that. Yeah. Because that's, that's a that's a creepy ass fucking movie. Yeah, or an up and coming director that has those, you know. But yeah, or Mike P. Nelson could probably make a good uh pumpkinhead movie. The guy yeah. that did the new role. We're just trying to say that so Mike will come back on, but <laughs> no, <laughs> but, it's, it's, it's no, it, but I think that's what it comes down to. It's all in the, how they do the, the monster with pumpkinhead, whether or not they should do it again. But at the end of the day, do they really need to do it anyway? Probably fucking not. Mm-hmm. But hey. What are you going to do? If it is what it is. Get naked with the cheese whiz. Foxhound, thank you very much once again, man. You've been very, very uh, friendly to us this afternoon. He says, I wonder if they're how they're going to evolve Michael's look in, in ends. Uh, ha like they're going to go full Rob Zombie H2 or does Michael get a shower and a glow up? So it's four years later. He can't still be wearing that danky I mean, he mask, might right? because if, well, if they do something stupid, like they're not going to be selling that mask on fucking stores. He's not going to be able to go to like CVS and buy it. That's true. So, I mean, no, he'd probably just keep it on. That shit's going to get rotted. If, if they show more of his face, I'm going to get pissed. But he'd probably just be rotted on his face. Yeah, probably keep the same mask. Yeah. That makes well, sense. he can't because I mean, what are you gonna do? He can't just go and like, what is gonna go to Amazon and order a new one? He's like, I'm uh, yeah, give a shout out to Trigger Street Studios. That's a good fucking point. Man. Yeah. It's gonna have to be the same mask. It, there's no way they can't glow I'm, it I'm up. I'm trying to think. So Michael's not way. gonna be sitting in there with like fucking like a, a rag washing his mask four <laughs> years later. He's gonna he never take it off. Yeah. And he's gonna smell like pure ass, so you can always smell him coming. <laughs> he puts it on. He's like, <laughs> I bet I can only imagine. Yeah, I would. Yeah, they're not gonna. Yeah, he'll have the same mask on. I don't think they can do much with it. They can make it look more deteriorated. Yeah, but that's, that's it. Yeah, that, that, that's a good question, Fox. Um, yeah, I can't think of any. I'm trying to rack my brain. I can't think of any other way. He's, he's, he's not gonna go to like fucking Halloween Express and buy a goddamn trick or treat studios mask. He's like, well, wait, wait though. I gotta get it. Uh, I gotta get it. Uh, what do you call it when they when they redo it or whatever? I gotta get it uh, fixed uh, up. I don't know. Reup or some shit. Yeah, I know. Make, makeover. Look, a makeover. Suck my fucking. That's fine. White ass. We can just go with that. Rehaul. <laughs> yeah, rehaul. Get a rehaul. I gotta get this mask. Gotta go. Why don't you get your ass rehauled? Got, got a good, <laughs> got a good rehaul. Um, but yeah, man, uh, that's an interesting question, but. Hey, man, that's the fucking show. Hey, we're done. That's the show. Hey. Ah! God, that's how we're going to end it every fucking time. <laughs> Someone's going to die. We're going to recre- recreate uh, Booker T and Steve Austin <laughs> in the grocery store. We're going to just uh, throw potatoes on each other and drink milk. Oh, man. <laughs> guys, we really miss doing this with you guys fun. so much these past couple weeks. And uh, we're gonna, we've got lots more to come. We're going to make it better. We're going to fine-tune shit. Uh, this was a big undertaking with all these cameras and all this new shit that we're doing. Um, we were going to do an unboxing even. I forgot about that, but we'll do that next time for sure. Um, love your all's fucking faces, man. Thanks for watching. Thanks for hanging out with us. We had a good time. Super chat. Sorry about the fuck up a little bit at the beginning, but that's what it is. That's Hollywood, y'all. Yeah. (laughs) That's Hollywood, y'all. Little finger up there. Whoops. Didn't mean to. Sorry. Don't sue me. Uh, I don't know what the fuck's going on right now. I don't either. I'm having a panic attack. I had too much coffee. Slightly. Really. I'm used to having six to 12 beers. I had had a lot of Coke. Three cups of coffee, and now I just want to fucking go crazy on somebody. Dude, tell me something, by the way. Let's go hunting. Tell me something real quick. Last what? thing. Dude, without knowing what movie this is, well, you already know. So I, I saw it. Tell you, but tell me that that is not fucking... Tell me that that's not uh, George Clooney and From Dust Till Dawn. It does look like him. <clears throat> right, chat? Yeah, it right? does kind of look like him. You know who it fucking is? It's goddamn Van Damme and knockoff. Van Damme's a handsome motherfucker. He dude. is a handsome motherfucker. Why does Rob Schneider have a gun? I don't know. He's probably looking for a better role. That's your first mistake. <laughs> uh, you can do it. Shoot that nine millimeter. <laughs> he popped anonymous. You got him the easy ones. He will die tonight. He win all the time. I love your fucking faces, guys. Have a great fucking night. See you guys. Bye. Did I end it or not? I don't know. <laughs> what are you going to do on October 31st? What are you going to do on October 31st? Here comes that white-faced fucker, an asshole like no other. He's a big old piece of shit. Wants to stab your sister's tits, cause he's a white-faced fucker. Loomis can't recover. Dr.
challenge drunk again, sleeping with your sister's friends. Do you want to know about the darkness? I said, God damn. God damn, you fight. I said, God damn. A lot of people don't know the darkness that goes inside their hearts. I said, God damn. God damn, you Michael. What are you gonna do on October 31st?